And good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live here from NGC uh, Studios. Great to be back for another uh, Saturday night here. Uh, sorry we're starting the show a bit late tonight. There uh, were some uh, electrical storms in the area, and we got a brief surge, which uh, shut down uh, the Wi-Fi um, for a bit, shut down the internet, and then, you know, it kind of came back on its own, so thankfully, you know, not too big of a disruption, but uh, that's why we're starting a bit late tonight, so apologies, but I would like to thank everyone for uh, joining me here tonight. Contact info as usual, if you would like to uh, follow me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at w underscore uh, NDC. Hashtag Whitfield Report. Uh, on Parlor and Gab. Uh, and sometimes Minds at Sam Whitfield. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. TheSamWhitfield.com. Uh, which I'm still doing updates. But we do have some updated content on there, so that's good. And uh, as always, if you would like to uh, subscribe to the audio podcast, you can do so uh, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts. And uh, please leave us a five-star rating and review over there. And also, I am uh, multi-streaming on both uh, DLive and Periscope. Uh, So welcome to the DLive people as well. Thank you for watching and... Welcome to the Periscope uh, crowd as well. Uh, joining me live, as always, is the is the uh, co-host of uh, the Whitfield Report, Mr. Apex Gamma. Uh, how are you doing, Mr. Gamma? I am doing well, Sam. Good evening, everybody. Thanks again for having me. Thanks for joining us, guys. And, how you uh, doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing well. And uh, let's see who's in the chat. So far we have... uh, So far we have uh, Warfist and uh, Saucin on who who says, Sam just wanted a longer intro than uh, Semper. Well, that isn't isn't entirely untrue there, there, ma'am. I do admire... I do admire Semper... Uh, although, uh, he has kind of become more sporadic with his streaming schedule now. I know he had, uh, his birthday celebration stream, which I missed because I had to take care of, uh, some, uh, registration stuff for classes this semester, which was a nightmare, and I was on, uh, the phone well into that evening, believe it or not, so, um... Anyway, but uh, glad to be here and uh, whatnot. So we have a jam-packed uh, show for everyone tonight. Um, I'm not sure if the links are going to load up on screen properly. I'm still having issues with some of those. But, um, but well, let me just uh, ask... Well, let me just say that Apex uh, was has been right about all of things so far. <laughs> Most notably, uh, 
folks, I've always kind of known that China is a bigger threat to our country than Russia or even, I guess, the war on terror. But Apex is really the one who did bring it back to kind of the forefront of my mind. And, uh, you know, so props to uh, Apex. You found for... some scary shit? Is that, is that what you're saying, Sam? You found some scary shit? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what, what's interesting about that is uh, I actually, when I was a kid, um, growing up, I actually went to a, a, a Chinese medical doctor and an acupuncturist for years and years and years um, because Western medicine for the, the disability I have doesn't really do shit. To put it bluntly, um, in fact, it it will cripple, in my opinion at least, I'm not a medical doctor, so I can't, uh, you know, I can't legally say this as an expert, but in my opinion, quote unquote, Western medicine, in some cases, will cripple a, uh, a disabled person more than, uh, you know, Chinese oh. medicine. So... I actually had a Chinese yeah. acupuncturist growing up as a kid who uh, grew up during the era of Mao and uh, who managed to get who managed to get out and uh, when he was a kid with his family uh, he so he, he grew up in China partially but then grew up as a teenager here and then went back to China to get his Chinese, uh, you know, medical practice, uh, practitioner license, and uh, then came here to start practice. And, I mean, long story short, this is back in the early, this is back in the late 90s and early 2000s when I was seeing him, and he said even back then to, you know, my mom, that China, just because Mao may be dead... And just because they might not appear as communist doesn't mean that they're any less communist than they were back in the 50s and 60s. So, no, that's actually, that's like the scariest part is when you actually read, I mean, it's so hard to get real info, which is why things like the, the Epoch Times or Epoch Times, however you pronounce it, uh, who are actually, they have a base in China that's been set on fire several but you know they get real insiders and real information and there's there's other you know sources inside of china but it's really hard to get accurate information obviously with the whole ccp virus uh you know we we know how that works with china somehow china ended ended up with you know less infections than us and shit um whatever those crazy numbers were but beyond that like the things that they openly admit you know, like their uh, their three warfares doctrine, I believe it's called, and their um, th- they have. You know, I was uh, telling my friend earlier about uh, you know in 2016 and tw- actually since 2016, there's been this uh, rhetoric of Russian troll farms that got President Trump elected and posted you know right wing. Uh, white supremacist memes uh, all over the internet or whatever, just Russian troll farms, basically, right? That subverted 
our election. That's that's kind of the narrative, right? Yeah, I mean, you would agree with that. Yeah. That... Well, there's actually there's actually a military branch of the Chinese Communist Party with like thousands of soldiers that sit at a computer that their job on paper, admittedly, is to, uh, you know, engage in Internet warfare. So and like I never even heard of that. I didn't even know that was a thing. I mean, I assumed it was the thing in Russia as it is here. You know, there's white hats, there's black hats, there's, you know, that shit's real. But, like, there, it's an actual branch of their military. Um, So, yeah, when you – it starts to get kind of bizarre when, when it gets to, like, the organ harvesting and um, the, the independent tribunals that have found it to be, like, fact that they've, they've harvest, harvested thousands of organs from – uh, minorities and uh, oppressed religious groups, <laughs> fucking, you know, thousands of people. That's uh, it's insane, man. It's it it, it really scares me. But I, I honestly, I think that uh, we'll see the end of it. It'll be another. It'll be another Iron Curtain fall for the world to see the horrors behind. I sure Eventually. as hell hope so. Uh, you know, Apex. Um, well. Well, I mean, God is kind of punishing uh, all of China right now with uh, some like biblical level nat- natural disasters, and the uh, the Three Gorges Dam, which is the the largest hydroelectric plant in the world, which was dubious from its onset, uh, has is you know, I mean, barely dozens of meters under its absolute limit, and it's already admittedly by Chinese Communist Party scientists that it's deforming. Uh, and I mean, there's millions and millions of people in that path. And, you know, again, this is another thing you can't really, there's no official information. You're not seeing news reports because you have to find like local shit and you have to know the, 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 um, outlets that are reporting from these people that live there again, like the Epic times uh, is the, is the best that I can quote off the top of my head, but there's some, some pretty decent YouTube channels, but most of them cite the Epic times. Um, yeah. so when you well, see like the floods in China right now look like the tsunamis in Japan in 2011, like there are fucking whole homes like being swept away and shit. It's wild, man. And, um, you know, I don't know. I just don't think I, I, my heart goes out to the Chinese people for real because the Chinese people don't deserve the communism and the, the oppression that they've, that's been wrought upon them. But, you know, with the seizure of Hong Kong, um, Australia and the United States and Japan all teaming up, uh, there's some there's there's some some pieces moving, man. And I don't know. I, I don't know. It uh, it stresses me out, but it's also fascinating to watch because everything's typically funny to me. So, yeah, watching watching, uh, watching pieces, chess pieces across the globe move and try to find it funny while people are dying and uh, shit like that. It can be taxing, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it really, it, it really is. Kind of, it really is kind of interesting. And I actually uh, have an article from the epoch times up right now that I want to read. And you might've seen this apex, but uh, I just please, please saw it, this please. when I was prepping and I kind of found interesting. So, uh, headline, China prefers Trump doesn't win a second term, according to intelligence officials. 
uh, Kremlin Link actors are seeking to boost Trump, supposedly. Wait, go ahead, I'm sorry. The Chinese Communist Party, CCP, does not want President Donald Trump to win re-election in, in November, according to a new intelligence assessment. Quote, we assess that China prefers that President Trump, who Beijing sees as unpredictable, does not win re-election. William Ivanina, director of the National Counterintelligence and Security Center, said in a statement on Friday. The CCP is working hard to influence the election and policy arguments, including putting pressure on elected officials and candidates, party leaders, view as being opposed to China's interests. The Trump administration increasingly, the Trump administration's increasingly hardline stance against China, including its forced closure of the Chinese consul in Houston. What we have a consul in Houston? I did not know that. Uh, has led to not any fucking more. We don't. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, has led to an increase in criticism against the administration, including to Ivanina. Quote, although China will continue to weigh the risks and benefits of aggressive action, its public rhetoric over the past few months has grown increasingly critical of the current administration's COVID-19 response. Closure of China's Houston consulate and other and on other issues, he said. For example, it has harshly criticized the administration's statements and actions on Hong Kong, TikTok, the legal status of the South China Sea, and China's efforts to dominate the 5G market. Beijing recognizes that all of these efforts might affect the presidential race. Uh, add, skipping that. In the past few months, the Trump administration has quickened its actions, countering an array of threats to security and freedom posed by the CCP. These include sanctioning officials over rights abuses in the region of Xinjiang and crushing uh, freedoms in Hong Kong and barring U.S. transactions with the Chinese owners of apps TikTok and WeChat on national security grounds. Uh, Presidential candidate Joe Biden, meanwhile, has also taken it a tough stance on China. He has also run campaign ads uh, criticizing Trump for allegedly rolling over for the Chinese in the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, I mean, honestly, those those are Joe's campaign people who are doing that because, let's face it, Biden... Biden himself is stuck in a basement somewhere, probably hooked up to, you know, machinery just to keep him alive and, you know, whatnot. The guy does not work well. He's going to debate. He's going to debate, right? He he agreed to the debate that's supposedly going to happen. Yeah, but but then did did you see today that, like, 
I guess, I guess the, I guess, um, I guess he was like trying to pick, I guess he was like trying to say that he picked his nominee and the, the Democrat party was like, are you sure you want to pick this person? So they're, really? they're, they're panicking. No, I didn't do that. Yeah, I might, I didn't have time. To- time to pull it up but maybe i maybe i can later but uh anyway that's good stuff back to the article uh with regards to with regard to russia intelligence officials say that the country is using a variety of measures to denigrate joe biden the former vice president and presumptive democrat presidential nominee and I mean, Hillary said the same thing, and it wasn't true. Um, this is a quote. This is consistent with Moscow's public criticism of him when he was vice president for his role in the Obama administration's policies on Ukraine, and it and its support for the anti-Putin opposition inside Russia. Of, Evanina said. For example, pro-Russia Ukrainian parliamentarian Andrei uh, Darkovich uh, is spreading claims of corruption, including uh, thorough publishing linked through publishing uh, leaked phone calls to undermine former Vice President Biden's candidacy in the Democrat Party. Uh, some Kremlin link actors are also assisting to boost uh, President Trump's candidacy on social media and Russian television. Which is funny to me because I don't think we get Russian television over here. Oh, uh, right? well, now they, they call that, they call RT, which technically, I guess, is funded by the Russian government. But. Even back in the early 2000s, uh, or well, the, I guess the late 2000s, early 2010s, um, like if you wanted real news about what was going on in this country, you got it from Russia Today, uh, especially about like, yeah. corrupt politicians and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that there's no propaganda uh, as that you can't say that about any news corporation, especially not a government funded news corporation, but. It was much easier to follow the truth, uh, in particular, about, again, corruption and stuff like that. Well, the funny thing, Apex, is I was on a, I was on a stream last night with uh, a guy by the name of uh, Radically Moderate. He's, he's the Moon Ninja guy in my uh, Discord, by the way, that you saw. And I, I was on his stream last night, and, and we were talking all this stuff, and... I pointed out to him that, like, back in 2012, when Mitt Romney brought up, you know, Russia, Obama literally laughed at him during the debate and said that, like, the 1980s called and wanted their foreign policy back or something like that. So Right, yeah, I remember that. So, I mean, it, it's it's funny that, you know, just, like, what, seven and a half, eight short years ago, they were all laughing at you know Russia and now whenever the, whenever there's anything related to Trump oh it must be Russia so um 
Let's see. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing that that like kind of drives me nuts because kind of the point I was trying to make earlier because what they call Russia and have been calling Russia for years is almost certainly more China than it is Russia. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think Russia has nothing to do with it, but I don't think I don't know if uh, I don't know. I don't I, I don't know. I know that's so confused. It's so fucking confusing, man. Like it's so hard to to get a beat on. All you can really do is follow your instincts, and even those aren't reliable because who the fuck knows what information you're getting most of the time. Yeah. Um. So, continuing on, uh, it wasn't clear whether China preferred Trump or rival Hillary Clinton in 2016. Uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin said in 2018 that he had wanted Trump to win in 2016, which, again, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Putin could just be voicing his opinion. Uh, the intelligence community says Iran is seeking to undermine Trump and American institutions and divide the country in advance of the November election, uh, which I think Iran has been linked with China in a couple deals, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, from what I've read. So, uh, continuing on, Iran will probably focus its efforts online, including uh, spreading disinformation on social media, according to the assessment. China and Russia are also taking nefarious actions online. Uh, Tehran's motivation to conduct uh, such activities is in part driven by the perception that President Trump's re-election would result in a continuation of U.S. pressure on Iran in an effort to foment regime, to foment uh, regime change, Ivanova said. Uh, in a statement, uh, Tim Murtaugh, the Trump campaign's communications director, said, "Quote: The intelligence community's assessment that both China and Iran are trying to stop President Trump's re-election is concerning, but clearly because he has held them both." Because clearly he has held them both accountable after years of coddling by politicians like Joe Biden. The Trump administration has been tougher on Russia than any administration in history, imposing sanctions and expelling diplomats, in contrast with the Obama-Biden administration, he added. Uh, The Biden campaign did not respond to a request for comment. Uh, In a In a joint statement, Acting Senate Intelligence Committee Chairman Marco Rubio and and Mark Warner, the the committee's ranking member, said the assessment highlights some of the serious and ongoing threats to our election from China, Russia, and Iran. Everyone from the voting public Local officials and members of Congress needs to be aware of these threats, and all of us should endeavor to prevent outside actors from being able to interfere in our elections, influence our politics, and undermine confidence in our 
democratic institutions. They added, well, folks, I think that's a, I think it's a little too late for that. Um, to be honest, and I'll get to why here in a sec. Uh, the lawmakers urged elected officials to refrain from weaponizing intelligence matters, claiming doing so would only further the divisive aims of our adversaries. All right, so that's the end of this article. Uh, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I've actually got my hands full. I was moving some shit around. Yes, I am still here. Give me about 30 seconds. Okay. Okay, man, cool. Let's uh, let's see who's in the chat uh, because I see a couple people have popped in here since the stream started. So we have uh, let's see, we have uh, Davy. Hey, what's up, Davy? Uh, let's see. Uh, we have Warfist. Great to. Uh, See you again, man. Uh, just K. So, uh, great. This, uh, this stream then is actually in the feed. And, uh, Alan. I I shared it too. So, oh, well, I, I I really, I really appreciate that, Apex, because, uh, you know, I, I can't, I mean, I, I guess I can share this on Twitter, but no one really sees it anymore unfortunately so um and let me check well, you i don't really have i don't i mean <clears throat> warfist and uh well i guess warfist <laughs> maybe davy no davy davy was in here before i tweeted it so <clears throat> who knows warfist was too so maybe i did had no effect whatsoever but i, I usually i usually just invite people to come in and talk shit to me i that's, that's mostly what i do which I, I mean, I, I welcome people to come in and talk shit to me as well. And but I really appreciate you sharing. And I really appreciate the fact that I guess I am actually on the page on the sub feed yeah. today. So that's always nice. But, uh, anyway. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the, that article, uh, the, do you have like, um, because I was kind of in and out. I got the the gist of it, but can you kind of what, what's your what's your summary? They so, don't want Donald I mean, Trump elected. That means the, that's that seems kind of obvious, right? Yeah, I mean the the summary is basically that basically that China doesn't want um you know Trump to win, but then I guess according to some intelligence you know committees, Russia does, but. We're not totally sure on on that. Um, well, again, that kind of seems obvious to me because <laughs> Trump likes Putin. Trump likes Russia, and I mean, to be fair, Russia is kind of. I mean, outside of America, they're about a, they're about as close to American. You know, the crazy all the crazy Russian videos. I feel like if America had the internet. Um, <laughs> like America was, you know, in the internet when we were a burgeoning uh, nation, we probably would have some 
You know what I'm saying? Like, if you could broadcast all of our degenerates like you can now. Because I feel like Russia's, they're a little behind, uh, say, us. But, I mean, I've never met a Russian that I didn't like in person. No, me. You know, there, there, are, lots of, there are lots of baddies in movies. And, you know, I, I was born and raised in the 80s. So, the Rusky Scare was a thing. But yeah. And that's why I have such an, uh, like, I'm so offended by China because I was taught to dislike Russians. You know, if, you know, I grew up in the deep South of Texas and I never like, I, I encountered racism, but I never like had a racist thought really. And I was never instilled any sort of racism other than Russians, <laughs> oddly enough. We and the older I got, the older I got and, you know, the few that I've met, the actual Russian nationals that I've met in person. Um, obviously, it's not a hashtag, not all, but they're just generally good fucking people, as are most goddamn people on the planet that care about, you know, things that civilized humans care about, you know, but, it yeah. was, uh, you know, China's just seems the China, commun Chinese Communist Party, anybody that identifies with communism in any degree. Um, I've got to, I take, I take offense to, because, uh, this is fucking America. No, I've, I've met, I've actually met, uh, a couple Russians here in Florida in my time, because for what, for whatever reason, uh, Russians love to come to Florida and some of these, you know, rich Russian billionaires that have popped up since the end of the Cold War. Well, um, you know, they, they have the money to fly over, you know, here to the, to the well, States and they, they bring, they bring their daughters who are usually very good looking and then they go, you know, shopping. So, you know, who am I, who am I to complain about, about that? But, you know, mo most, most Russians I've met are extremely, you know, polite. Granted, I'm not, you know, I'm not like hanging out with them constantly. I'm not. I'm not the machine like Burt Kreischer is, so you know I I haven't I don't know them that well, but they're pretty pre uh, pleasant people. Um, you know, same with a lot of the Chinese Americans I've met, the ones that have immigrated here illegally. Um, well, I will I will tell you that the um, the Asians that I've met, and I mean as recently as like uh, a couple of weeks ago are some of the most hatefully racist fucking people I've ever met. Well, like, yeah. Like I, vitriol, vitriolically hateful of uh, particularly other Asians. Uh, but if they have a prejudice of any kind, whether it be against women or another Asian uh, or Pacific Island <laughs> race, they are not shy about it. And it's like, it's a, it's a, it's to the level where you're like, holy shit, how do people not talk about this? Uh, you know, yeah, it, in my it, in my experience anyway, which yeah, admittedly we, is not like it's not super vast, but it's still, you know, more than one, and you know, more than ten, I'll say. What's well, what, no, I, I, I'm sorry, that's not a good. I'm, like we'll say six out of ten, eight out of ten, something like that, to give it a better percentage. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, what's funny is a lot of uh, there were actually a lot of Asians kind of well not like a lot but 
there was a pretty large percentage of, percentage of like actual you know Asians, not like Asian Americans, but actual like Asians in Denver in the part where I lived and I mean Miney's my Chinese acupuncture doctor was very nice. Uh, a lot of them were very racist, especially like towards each other. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously I'm, you know, I'm white, so I'm the devil or whatever anyway. Right. But man, they, I don't think they had, uh, you know, they had extreme vitriol for each other. I mean, it was the Vietnam, it was the Vietnamese versus the Chinese, you know, versus everything. Versus the Japanese, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's not a whole lot different than if you call a Cuban Mexican or if you call, you know, a Puerto Rican Mexican or you call a Mexican Puerto Rican or something like, you know what I mean? There's a, I mean, racism is a oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Like, it doesn't always have to be what it what is portrayed now. You know, I think people are allowed to be racist. You're allowed to be prejudiced as long as you don't, you know, seek harm based on, seek harm to others based on your prejudice. You know, if you don't actively hurt people or inspire others to hurt people uh, based on those principles, then who the fuck cares what you believe or what you think or what you say, you know? Yeah, it's, but. it's, uh, you know, and as as far as these countries, you might have dipped out here when um, I read this part of the article. But one of the one of the things in the article that I found interesting about China was uh, that I just read was when uh, I guess the Senate committee was saying that we shouldn't allow China to uh, you know influence our our elections and our you know and undermine our society. Well. Uh, you know, I think that's already happened, sort of, with all these protest movements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and that's um, this is kind of a weird segue, but uh, surely you're familiar, as I'm sure all of your listeners, both live and replay, are aware of the TikTok ban that's yeah. making all the headlines that Trump is TikTok and WeChat and something else. I think. Um, that everyone's making a big fucking deal about, and especially China is making a big deal about. This is a blatant, you know, smash and grab, or you know, they've they've said all kinds of just absurd rhetoric. But what people don't seem to remember, and I apparently am old enough too, and you probably are as well. But uh, Google is banned in China, so is Facebook, um, so is uh, several other American-based tech social media companies they're banned you can't use them period you know what i mean or they have modified versions that aren't what they you know what i mean they're that that are catered to the chinese communist party and they're uh i remember that being a thing for google do you do you remember that Uh, like back in i don't even remember how fucking long ago it was yeah i i i I remember reading about that well and you know and that's that's the whole Thing. If we want to talk technology real quick, that's, you know, that's the whole discussion, too, with, uh, you know, China's stealing, you know, intellectual property and whatnot, and basically, like, making clones of, uh, you know... Everything. Of that's everything. Literally everything. 
you know, which is, which is fucking a shame and almost, it's actually kind of pathetic because China and just, you know, the Asian, uh, sector of the world historically, whether we're talking about like the telescope or, um, gunpowder and fireworks and shit, you know, like there's been so many amazing actual things created in that region of the world. And that's one of the arguments made nowadays, like, well, the the Chinese have always been great at inventing things. Well, for the last 75 years or so, that's not been the case. You know, they've, they've literally stolen everything and they don't even hide it, man. That's another thing you can find tons of evidence for, but you don't hear about it's you have to kind of dig for. Um, Excuse me, sorry. Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, the um, whether it's apps or um, they did the, they did this thing with the Humvee, the military Humvee years back, where oh. they um. Oh yeah, I saw are, that. You familiar with that? Yeah. Yeah, I forget the exact specifics, but they. I mean, they they effectively tricked fucking the american military and um the humvee corporation into sending them everything they needed to reverse engineer the humvee and then they just fucking remade it they didn't make it look different they didn't fucking design it i mean fucking it's exactly the goddamn same vehicle and oh yeah china just happened to invent this same thing it's all the same components and does all the same shit you know it's just nobody cares uh, because uh, I believe it was Nixon's approach uh, that, you know, well, no, it wasn't even Nixon. It was, well, maybe it was just like a, let's treat them with, um, you know, uh, kid gloves. We'll give them the, res- yeah, well, well, yeah, kid gloves. We'll give them the respect uh, and that, you know, with the freedom and uh, free trade and the economy that they'll inevitably come to freedom the side of america and the side of just greater freedom and humanity in general and capitalism rather to you know put a finer point on it and um that's that was just the assumption and that was i think that was in the i don't remember in the 90s i think when the um well no i think it even goes it goes as far back as nixon but so that's just been the presumption all this time so while china Fucking or or the the Chinese Communist Party has been harvesting organs from minorities and persecuting minorities to the level uh, a certain group of people from you know Europe back you know seventy five years ago or so were supposedly subjugated to to a greater degree a far greater degree than is even claimed by anyone. Um, nobody even knows about it. And nobody talks about it because, well, maybe they'll maybe free trade and and treating them like grownups, even though they're obviously not. You know, I don't know. I don't I'm I'm losing I'm losing my analogy here, but you kind of get what I I hope you get what I'm coming for. I'm coming from. No, I I get where I get where you're coming from. And I'm kind I'm kind of rambling here, too. So, you know, so don't don't feel too bad but what i what i will say is i think the big because one of the things that people have said is well you know can't like trump just go over there and 
you know, make like a big a big speech like, you know, Reagan did with Russia where it's like tear down this wall. And the thing of it is is no, not really, although that would be hilarious considering that China has the Great Wall. But uh, you know, the thing about the thing about Russia was Russia had Russia had Gorbachev who like who back during the uh you know eighties was basically you know the one member of the you know of the party in in Russia who was saying okay this uh this communist stuff we've been trying it since like nineteen hundred and uh you know it since like nineteen fifteen and clearly it's not working so you know. Russia had Gorbachev, and I'm not sure if the Chinese have their Gorbachev. They might. That's another thing that doesn't get a lot of press. Um, Because the one thing that everyone that I follow, um, either on YouTube or, you know, in quote-unquote print, be it Epoch Epoch Times or um, extensions of that on YouTube, um is that the Communist Party has always been about face, which is why they've gotten away with what they've gotten away with for so long, because they play the narrative game, they play the diplomatic game, they know how to manipulate, especially America, but the West in general, with the, with the, um, with the rise of, uh, you know, um, you know, what is it called? God damn it, like, uh, what did Jordan Peterson call it? Fucking identity politics. The rise of identity politics and shit. Uh, they play, they write into it, dude. They, they have, uh, we have fallen right into it as, uh, I mean, it's, it's a tactic like right out of fucking Sun Tzu. Let the enemy destroy itself. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing. You know what I mean? And if they have the ability and let alone a, a literal military branch, dedicated to uh subversion on the internet where most of america and the west gets its entertainment and its news and all of its media if they can influence that to a wide degree and you know what to a greater extent the universities where young people learn about the world and they can subvert those young people in the west as to what's actually happening you add all of that up and it makes a lot more sense than uh, any other narrative that I've heard for the last several years, uh, and I feel really dumb for not noticing it sooner. But it's I can't really I can't really fault myself because it's almost it's almost impossible to find. You really have to go looking, and you have to know what you're looking for. It's interesting. It's interesting that the, the, that you mentioned the universities because uh, my very best friend from childhood, who I've uh, known since kindergarten. He just graduated recently from uh, CU Denver with a political with a political science degree, and I guess like right around the time he, he was graduating, one of the uh, one of the one of the professors there it wasn't one of his professors, but someone he, but I guess someone on the campus or like he knew a student who knew a professor who was. I guess arrested by um 
by like the State Department, uh, basically for like trying to spread Chinese propaganda through yeah, being on Chinese the Chinese Communist Party payroll. That's happening all fucking over the country, dude. That's one of the, that's why the the Houston consulate was shut down because it was literally, I mean, in Mike Pompeo's words, a den of spies. Literally, like all they were doing was recruiting and subverting and um, paying people off. I mean, <clears throat> they're you know, dude, we could go on, we could go on China for fucking ever because they're they're one they're one one belt one road initiative or whatever, which is just a massive debt trap scheme that they've already caught several countries in. Uh, but it's not going to work. That's part of the reason that I think they're fucking that that Iron Curtain's going to come down. They're spreading too thin, and God is dropping natural disaster after natural fucking disaster. And thank the Lord, Donald Trump is in the office, and for as long as he's left, he's fucking putting his foot down on the throat, and it's waking people up, other politicians, namely. I mean, because China has become kind of a bipartisan issue. Uh, almost, I mean. Maybe not on the Nancy Pelosi level, but pretty much across the board, across the country, there are, you know, people are going, holy shit. That, wait a minute, what? They're doing what? You know, so. What? Yeah, I think we're witnessing a sea change, and uh, which is, again, why I'm confident that I keep calling it the Iron Curtain. But it's, you know, in the 80s, it was like a fucking, it was a flip of a light switch that, you know, uh, <laughs> communism fell across the world across especially across europe and asia and stuff it wasn't just in it wasn't just you know communist or the soviet union it was you know several other subsects it was like fucking overnight and then the wall fell shortly after and again the whole world saw the horrors that lied behind that lay behind that were hidden and that was before the age of mass information control which we are in now so I think I think we're in for a much ruder awakening when that uh, when that veil drops this time, well, or even back then. Well, it's interesting that you it's interesting that you say that because I've I've said I I said like in 2017 after Trump got reelect got elected the first time like that 2017 was going to be at the start of the 1980s. For us, and we're kind of we're kind of reliving the uh, the the 1980s right now, and it's kind of strange because in a couple ways we are not just polit- politically. I mean, politically, in a sense, I guess yeah, we are, but also like pop culturally too. Like a whole bunch of like you know cheesy 80s style action movies like John Wick are you know starting to come back into popular culture and uh you know vapor kind of the whole miami vice thing and that kind of whole 80s vapor style is kind of coming back into you know play with meme culture a bit so it's it's interesting and i bet if if trump gets reelected, we may have a tear down this wall mo- moment here uh before you know before the next uh you know, yeah. before this decade is my, out. That's kind of my point. For, um, or, well, 
maybe not my point, but that's kind of my, my greater point is, um, I don't know, man, I have less confidence now than I did in 2016. And I was less political in 2016, uh, just overall than I am now about, uh, Donald Trump and his reelection, even though fucking Joe Biden, like how anybody can take that seriously, but you know, I watched that. I don't know if you watched that interview with um, who was. I think it was Vice. Was it that Vice interview with that fucking like British sounding dude that was grilling Trump on uh, the COVID numbers recently? Did you see that or no? Uh I saw. I I didn't see the interview itself. I saw like I saw some. I mean, I. I am going to watch it. I saw I saw the I saw the memes that people were ma- were making of it on YouTube before. Yeah. I saw the actual yeah. thing. I mean, I haven't seen I don't think I've I don't know how long the interview is, but I watched like a a 10-minute thing and it did seem edited. Uh so I don't know how accurate it was, but it definitely it definitely didn't look great. But, you know, it's it's a little it's a little subpar even for the Trump course because in my opinion, the dude says he puts his foot in his mouth a lot. He says a lot of dumb shit, uh, but it's not. I don't care what he says. Uh, I care what he does. You know, his uh, his public persona means fucking jack shit to me. What what matters to me is the policies that he that he cares about and the policies that he passed. Which I think that most Americans that support him are are kind of on the same page. I think you would agree with that. Um. I would, I would think anyway. Do you disagree with that? No, I, I, I would totally, dis- I would totally okay. agree with that. So okay, good. Um, uh, but yeah, so I mean, but you know, he's he's kind of he has been floundering, man, and it's not. I don't think it's his fault. Uh, generally speaking, the the fucking dude has not been given a chance. I mean, fucking Saddam Hussein and Barack Obama, comp- uh, Barack Obama. <laughs> Osama bin Laden. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit! Fucking Freudian slip. Holy shit! No, Saddam Hussein and Osama bin Laden combined didn't get more negative press than than Donald Trump has in the last four years. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, hey, that was that was one of the funniest accidental, uh, you know. Slips on 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 the show, and I mean, I'm not in, I'm not entirely unconvinced though that Obama wasn't a terrorist. So, um, um, oh Jesus Christ, man, I almost died just now. Um, but yeah, no, that's another interesting chart. If you look at uh, if you look at like the uh, positive versus negative coverage of Barack Obama versus Donald Trump. Uh, even though, you know, during Obama's presidency, we had things like Benghazi and the birth of Black Lives Matter and police officers being murdered in Dallas and, uh, very, you know, various other things. I mean, the, the police officers, I guess, isn't really fair because but the, the things that happened as, oh, let's see, an American citizen murdered by drone, um, a wedding of innocent people murdered by drone. You know what I mean? None yeah. of that shit's happened under Trump, but you didn't get any like you didn't get any of this negative press. You got some of it from Fox News, 
Well, I, I mean, guess, also, but... also that was when Ed, that was when when Ed, Edward Snowden basically, you know, I mean, I I remember yeah. I I remember like a lot of backlash because I actually kind of admired Snowden, you know, for basically coming out at the time and admitting what we all knew, which was that the government was spying on us. So, um, now I mean to kind of criticize Trump a bit, I I will say that. I wish he would have a little bit more of a backbone against, like, you know, Fauci and whatnot and, and some of these. It it kind well, of seems like, it kind of seems like in regard to COVID, Trump has, well, let me just put it this way. I don't, I, I, I think if, I don't think if Trump were facing re-election, I think if this had happened during the second term, I, I think Trump would be like, yeah, no, Fauci, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be, you know, telling me what to do in regards to the whole COVID thing. I don't know, man. I uh, I do feel like he's beaten down. I really do. But one of the things that really bothers me um, about the people, both IRL in real life and on the internet that I talk to, is that are, you know, either tacitly or, uh, you know, uh, pro uh, profoundly uh, Trump supporters is, uh, you know, Trump derangement syndrome goes both ways. And this is something that's been bothering me lately is uh, some of the people that I respect that I like, if I bring up issues that I have with either his, his behavior or his rhetoric it's like a knee jerk. I get a knee jerk reaction, even though I'm like on their side, but I'm just expressing like, you know, I don't, uh, man, I, I don't think this is a good idea. I can't think of like a specific example off the top of my head. Uh, but uh, well, again, the masks, uh, I guess I was actually leaning. I was hoping the motherfucker was going to pass an executive order saying companies couldn't force employees to, to fucking wear masks. Um, customers I get because Again, having worked worked with customers in various forms for many years, and having a, a public bathroom, it's like people are fucking disgusting. You can't control you can't control the the people that come into shop. You can ask them to put a mask on, but you can't force them. But the people that work for you, uh, there are many, many, many safer, more effective ways you can protect the people that work for you, other than making them breathe their own breath for eight hours a day. So when he comes out and says, wear a mask, whether you like it or not, and then follows that up with uh, Jelaine Maxwell is, uh, I hope, I wish her the best. You know, that's kind of. Yeah, that that was. You know what I mean? That's kind of, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's not great. And, I, you know, if I want to express that, uh, again, some of the people that I respect are like, wow, you, <laughs> yeah, but the Democrats, man, but the Democrats, well, fuck, we're not talking about the Democrats, God damn it. Like. Of course, you know, you know me well enough to know how I feel about the Democrats and what they're doing generally across the fucking country. But that's not what we're talking about. It's not about a and another argument that keeps being made to me that really bothers me is the lesser of two evils argument, uh, which has been made, I think, in politics for fucking ever. Like, oh, yeah, you know, pick, you know, no matter who you're electing or who you're voting for, you're you're picking the lesser of two evils. And I, I, I just don't like that fucking mentality, man, because 
I mean, uh, less, less evil is not not evil. God damn it! Like you shouldn't be okay with evil because it's less evil than more evil. Uh, and being complete, and if that's how you actually feel about what's going on, then you're a fucking pussy, and you need to change. You need to either move to the woods and you know extract yourself from society, or do something about it. Say something about it. Talk to people about it. Do something to change it. Don't just fucking sit and go. No, I'm not fucking voting because, uh, or yeah, I voted for fucking Biden because I hate Trump or I voted for Trump because fuck the Democrats. Yeah. I mean, if you can't have a coherent thought about these things, you know, it's, that's the da- I feel like that's the real danger of the internet, man. Like the, the, the pack mentality is, is, is pushed so much further out than it is, you know, for in real life interactions, you have to interact with people to create a cult, uh, you know, and, I hate when you bring them up, but I have to do it now. That's exactly what why I have been bothered so much by fucking Owen because he's he's using the internet and has been for years now. He's using it for its worst possible, in my estimation, its worst possible like use as a personal uh, endeavor. You know what I mean? Like it's not about information dissemination. It's not about uh, you know, teaching people things. It's about gaining and exploiting as many people as possible and their ignorance in as many facets as possible. And he's not alone, obviously. Well, uh, the grift is real, but it's it's a it's the it's what I fear about the information age, man. As easy as it is to to learn things, it's easier to be fooled by wrong things fake news quote unquote yeah and it's and it's not just i mean pe- i mean people think that fake news is just done by these independent you know outlets like breitbart but no i mean fake news is i mean big big media like you know like cnn and fox and any of them are just as capable if not you know more so than uh you know than, you know, quote-unquote independent journalists. Now, you know, well, I will say this, like, I, I always try and be, you know, journalistic somewhat when, you know, I do, re- when I do, uh, you know, reports, but this is also largely an opinion show and somewhat of a comedy show, and I try, you know, not to, you know, like, I, I try to be pretty transparent with where I have my biases and whatnot, um, you know, and that that's, that's one thing that also bothers me with, uh, like, again, Owen and, you know, people like Vox and people who pretend like they have all, all the answers because, you know, to like satisfy the cult, like, I'll be upfront with you guys, like, like, I'm a pretty smart guy, I think, but there's a lot of stuff that I still don't know because guess what? I'm a human being. There's no way I know everything that there is to know about everything. So that's why I like to, you know, promote other channels and other commentators, you know, who, who know the stuff that I don't know, you know, like to be fair, Sam, I think, um, I think your show has, um, well, 
it's either evolved or devolved, depending on um, <laughs> depending on your rubric. But um, since uh, since you've allowed me onto the show regularly, I think I think I think it's e- evolved. There, I mean, there there mm-hmm. was there was a point in time where I think it kind of de- where it kind of devolved because I was just constantly covering Owen for like two years nonstop on my show and. Some people, some people were like, "All right, can you actually cover some actual politics?" And I'm like, "No, but this guy is way more fun to mock than, you know, whatever is going on in the actual yeah. po- political wor- yeah. world." Yeah, no, uh, trust me, that's how Sammy. That's how we met, and I, I couldn't be happier for it. But yeah. you know, there's there. Owen is. I mean, he's a lot of things, but to me at this point in my life, and it's weird because I never, it was never a chore for me to, to like make the clips, the shitty videos that I made about him. I watched him for fun. Like it was actually better. It was more, it was, (laughs) it was better watching Owen and making clips of him than it is now just like ignoring Owen because I watch a bunch of bullshit on YouTube. And there's no focus to it. Whereas when I would have free time uh, before, I would watch Owen. And even if I didn't make clips, I would just watch because it was fascinating to me. And, you know, I didn't I never really hated him. I really didn't. Uh, There were things that he did that I really hated. But, you know, I've never wished harm on him or or anything like that. It was he was like a fascinating case study, mostly because. you know, I, I was I duped by him uh, ultimately, but I was also there way before he fucking went crazy. Um, but no, to me, he's like, again, he is like he, as I just pointed out a few minutes ago, to me, he's like an extreme example. And he's not the only one, but he's just the one that I have you and I personally, uh, at least collectively, have the most personal experience with as to how bad the internet can go for yeah. people and how bad the internet can affect people and how people can use it in uh, negative ways. And again, he's not on an Island. He's not a special, he's not a special boy. Uh, like he thinks he is. Uh, he didn't make white claw a billion dollars. He jumped on a fucking <laughs> middle-aged white woman, fucking Hollywood woman, booze, drink, fucking hype train before the rest of the country and live streamed about it. And that's what he did because he was worried about his girlish fucking figure. And now two years later, his bears are like, you, you, you were ahead of the curve, man. No, no, he, he, uh, he jumped on a fucking hype train. Well, well, a a Hollywood woman drink hype train. Well, and see, and see, that's, that's, that's what worries me about this whole Patreon lawsuit. Like I've, I've got to be honest here, and, uh, like, okay, so I know I'm going to get a whole bunch of shit from people on this, maybe even from some people in my own chat, and I would advise you to, to hear me out on this before you flip out, but I hope that Patreon ends up winning the lawsuit against Owen. And that Owen basically gets <laughs> gets blown out of the water, and I and I will like, 
I will explain why, because people are always like, yeah, but Patreon is big tech, and if, if you know, I know you don't like Owen, but, like, Patreon is big tech, and if if he can bring down big tech, then that would be, that would be right, right? Okay, well, here's the thing. As far as big tech companies go, Patreon, like, yeah, it's, as far as, like, I guess fan payment sites go, it's probably, like, you know, it, it's already established, but it, as far as, like, the big tech companies go, it's still relatively new as far as the platforms go, right? Yeah, it's, it's that's one of the things that's a, that is a good, sorry to cut you off, but that is a good bullet point to highlight is the number of creators that are just honest creators that have no interest in pushing boundaries or being edgy. They make art or they make fucking cooking videos or goddamn actual farming videos or whatever they make. Um, or they're, you know, they're YouTube creators that can't get monetized and they, you know, their their money comes through their Patreons. Well, well what what's That's what how... Yeah. And what, what and what's what's funny too, someone actually someone actually posted this on the Gamma on the Gamma Secret Kings subreddit, which is hilarious. Um to uh, Shout out to East Scorpio once again. I was literally just to say. I was literally just about to say shout out to East Scorpio. Gamma and um, but someone someone posted a link to in in there and to this uh, to this black uh, YouTuber and I can't remember remember the guy's name. But basically, this guy was saying, you know, similar to what you and I were saying. Look, Patreon is not just people who do like political edge lord, you know, internet culture war stuff you know like there are multiple people from multiple you know walks of life who have all sorts of interests who are on there and you know like if if patreon ends up getting taken down from this there are going to be a lot of people who have you know started to be able to make you know a, a living for themselves you know that are not going to be well off if they lose you know the if they lose essentially their business, you know, platform now. So, um, you know, hey, like, um, I, I was, I was muted, but, um, Warfist just pointed something out in the chat and I'm a little late to it, but, uh, he says, uh, cause you were, cause I was saying, I, you know, the, the show may have either evolved or devolved since I've joined. Um, and he asked if, are you saying that Apex makes the Whitfield report great again? Well, sort and I, of. I, and then, I would and then he say. Said, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. And I'm like, you know what? That's pretty legit. I'll take that. I, a- I, I, I would, I would, I would say <laughs> that. I mean, in a in a way, what's what's interesting is you you helped, but also Owen kind of in a way. I will say this, Owen helped me, Owen did help me with the show in a sense of, um, Owen showed me what I might become if I let my ego get too big, right? And, which is essentially a cult leader, 
when I, you know, when I call you guys the savages and whatnot, and, you know, I name myself Savage Sam, I mean, like, obviously that's kind of the name of the, the show group, but I don't want to start, like, a cult group because I'm me, and, you know, like, I'm I'm not, like, I'm not, like, a great, you know, spiritual advisor, nor have I ever pretended to, to be one. And I just think that, you know, like, I think Owen started out with, like, noble intentions, but, like, as you know, the big turning point for me, like, I didn't I didn't care when he went crazy about the moon, or, you know, or anything like that, or Flat Earth or any of that. I, that was, you know, that was amusing, and, you know, like, the, the, the DZ had already, you know, separated at that point. But, you know, as, as Johnny has said multiple times and as i've said none of us really cared about owen until he named johnny and the other gentleman and was saying that like you know someone needs to do something about them and uh you right. know it's like at that well, point that, to... that was when it, i was like oh shit this is what the well... internet can do in the wrong hands that's what I. That's where I have to agree with you. Well, I mean, I, I mostly agree with you there, but I I, I agree mostly because, or I, mostly with the sentiment that Owen started with good intentions. Because when I found him, that's what attracted me, and I think most people, and including the DZ originally to him, is because he was genuine. He was not not shy about uh, you know self-deprecation and he interacted with the people in the chat and he was you know uh mostly honest uh even self in a way that was again self-deprecating uh and then he started to make money and he started to get bigger and the audience started to become an echo chamber and with that's why it's so fascinating to me because it's not necessarily because owen is like the worst person on the planet. I mean, he might be, but I don't think he is. I think, generally speaking, Owen has better intentions than he has negative. Overall, I really do. But he's a fucking idiot. And he's been corrupted uh, and swayed and manipulated by this weird thing that is the internet. And, and what, like I was saying earlier, it's spread out the ability of people to create, um, you know, bonds. And those bonds are not as real, but they feel as real and they can be created exponentially across the internet. You know what I mean? Like the whole internet friends phenomena and for people like Owen and anybody, like uh, anybody that's a pop, you know, I mean, I guess you can't really count Joe Rogan. Because he doesn't pay any attention to his fans, which is probably the smart way to do it. But, you know, whether we're talking about Mersh or we're talking about Owen or we're talking about fucking Stefan Molyneux or, I mean, anybody that's had that's been doing podcasting and interacting with their community, there's there's an inevitable corruption that you can almost there's at some point in their careers you can watch happen where they start working for money it's about it's no different than the popular news media the pop the only difference is the popular news media is behind the curve which is why everyone calls it fake news 
but all these fucking all these people on the internet with cameras and microphones and uh, a screen recorder app or, or OBS rather that can you know uh, misinterpret or misquote that's how flat earth got started man that's why flat earth is still a thing because you can manipulate people's emotions along with data at the same time and you can't it's not as easy to do that in person because you can read body language you can look people in the eye uh you can you know it's easier to demand things from someone standing in front of you but since so much is done digitally from however many thousands or hundreds of thousands of miles away uh you know it's all it's a different form of communication and i don't think like I think it facilitates mental illness, really, ultimately. Uh, that's actually, if I'm not mistaken, that's a Joe Rogan quote that social media in particular facilitates mental illness. Like those that in the real world would be normal people stick them on the internet and they're fucking lunatics. Yeah, well, you know? and it, it's also like, it's also like anytime, anytime, um, like, you know, like I'll, I'll use... I'll use an example because I follow, I I do follow WWE a, a little bit, and I I follow, you know, it's like just as like a perfect example, like you know, Chris Chris Jericho, like he seems like an all right guy, kind of, you know, publicly, but like some of his fans are really like are really sycophantic. And, uh, you know, same with, like, any public public figure. And any time, you know, someone is like, oh, well, I've been a fan of XYZ celebrity for, you know, X amount of years. Why don't they follow me back? I'm always kind of like, well, they're not obligated to follow you back or, some, or something like that. It, it's this weird, you know... We've gotten to a point where celebrity culture is... Hey, I think celebrity culture is really overrated. And... Duh. Yeah, that's, sure. And, like, people people think that I started... Some of my friends in high school, or I should say former friends, are like, oh, you just started you just started the podcast because you wanted to become a uh, a, a celebrity. And I'm like, well, if that's the case... I certainly wouldn't have, you know, done a podcast, you know, talking politics when I was 14. I would have, you know, probably tried to do like a, you know, a gaming podcast or something like, like that. Um, but, right. you know, I, I, I don't really have any fans like this now, but I, I will say that I have had a few fans who have like, you know, written to me and, like, asked me for, like, life advice and whatnot, and, like, sometimes, you know, if I can help them with, like, a, you know, with, like, a personal anecdote, you know, I'll write back, but most often at times I'll be like, look, I'm not, I'm not the one to help you with this, so that's why, like, that's why all these motivational speakers, you know, really kind of weird me out a bit, so. Well, I got to push back a little bit on you there, Sam. I, I personally have never had anybody ask me for um, advice on anything, and I hope they never do. Uh, please don't. But if they did, uh, with my minimal 
shit posting presence on the internet if anybody ever felt first of all if anybody ever felt the need to ask for my advice i would be concerned uh unless they were fans of this podcast where i am actually you know less of a shit poster and more myself uh but i mean if you if people ask you for help I don't think it's wrong to offer advice, man, especially if you can, you know, sift your way to some understanding of what they're going through in a way that you can understand it and, and formulate something that you could give them. You know, I don't think that's wrong. Uh, but what has been wrong and continues to be wrong about both Owen and several people on the Internet at large is offering it unsolicited advice. Those videos that say uh, how to stop doing this or, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, which I guess some of those may have some merit. I don't know. Cause some of them are based at, you know, depending on the channel uh, and the, the, the curator, there may be some actual, you know, psychological basis to them. You know, people like Jordan Peterson, who was a clinical psychologist for a long time. I mean, he became a phenomenon for a reason. And I do think he helped a lot of people, myself included, even though I, you know, he's not uh, he's not a saint like many people claim. But he taught many people, again, including myself, uh, a lot of things that maybe they already knew. Or at least I already knew, but hadn't conceptualized in a way that was conceptualized by him. So it's not like it's it's not like it's a, a fruitless well, the Internet. It's just so dangerously sparse with real info with real with real truth because once the internet became monetized or monetizable uh that's what it all became man or most of it and it's just so hard to suss between what's what like you know i mean entertainment is entertainment you want to pay for entertainment go for it but when entertainment shows want to try and tell you the news um then that's uh you know, people that pay money for that. I don't know. It's just, it creates, it's just, there's so many weird levels to it. Well, as, as kind of someone who I guess does that a bit on this show though, I, I will, I, I will say this, you know, like I, I like it. I like it when people tune into this show, but if you're using me as like your only news source, like, like, yeah, I'll admit I'm probably more knowledgeable than a lot of people my age in regards to what is going on and, you know, regards to, like, politics and current events. And, Greater politics, right. And that's not, like, a slight on them either. I'm just, you know, saying, like, in general, most millennials don't know what's going on. With that being said, a lot of what I do is, you know, news commentary and opinion, and then a lot of it is just joking and... You know, reading the right. chat Sam, and Sam, the difference the difference is you're a news podcast that does comedy. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. Where compared to I think I, I think honestly, and I've heard this theory somewhere and I've not been able to find it again. Um but the idea that Jon Stewart and the Daily Show ruined an entire generation and is actually kind of the breaking point as to where we are now with fake news because my generation watched the daily show a comedy show oh mine did too news 
that pretended to be news. And they talked about real news in a joking way. And most of it was what would now be qualified as fake news. Like it was reported and talked about ad nauseum every week or every day, I guess, five days a week, whatever, for years uh, by an eloquent comedian that made it seem both funny and real. And some of it was real and some of it was hyperbole based on reality. You know what I mean? So it formed an entire generation's mind around infotainment, you know? Yeah. Uh, where, so the news networks at large saw the appeal to, uh, you know, making stories less than factual or extra factual, however you want to put it, more opinionated and more uh, entertainment focused and less just news oriented. You know what I mean? Because that's more profitable and it's just gone. It's just, it's gone up the scale exponentially uh, ever since. I mean, I, I think, I think, I think that the daily show might've started out, you know, with like, with the intention of satellite, rising in the news, but I can tell you that, you know, it quickly became the news source for an entire generation, you know, including mine. Whereas, like, you know, in our our parents' generation, like, someone brought up Weekend Update, uh, you know, and Weekend Update was a little bit of that, but Weekend Update, especially when Dennis Miller, you know, who was probably my main comedic influence, you know, was doing Weekend Update. Weekend Update was just like a, a 15 to 20 minute segment of a weekly comedy show on SNL, you know, and that that was it. It wasn't a whole, there wasn't a whole show dedicated to Weekend Update, you know, entirely either. So. Um, Andy in the chat just pointed out that... Um... The term fake news, I don't know, we, we need to verify this, but the uh, the term fake news was coined by Norm MacDonald on SNL. Yep, yep. I, I actually... That's true. Right on. I actually, I love, I fucking love, uh, I mean, Dennis Miller and Norm are probably like two of my greatest comedic influences, and I mean, Norm... Norm is one who they've who they've tried to cancel since this whole COVID thing thing started. Because did you see did you see his COVID stand up that he did right at the the early stages? He did like a two part on YouTube. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think I think that you and I actually watched it together, and then we so. then and then we had to take it down. And I, I put it I put that stream on my uh, Josh Who channel. I think. Because YouTube took it down, but what yeah, is that Josh who is that? Is that fucking? Is that Joshua Moon? No, like, um, no. no. So the so the the Moon Ninja guy. That's uh, that is uh, that is radically moderate. Who is a streamer whose show I was on last night? No, no, no. Joshua Moon. This this is this is my this is my pre Owen days shining through. Joshua Moon is uh, the owner and proprietor of KiwiFarms.com. dot com. No, is, no. Uh, this, this is a member of Blood Sports. I don't think this is the same guy. Josh. Mm-hmm. 
I I met I met Josh Hu through uh Davy through Davy Krakow and Josh Hu's a guy who like has this video sharing platform called uh Josh Hu TV who was Yeah, I got that part. I was just wondering cuz Yeah, I so I just assumed it was the same Josh just because he's like a fucking yeah, and, internet guy. Yeah, no jo- Josh Hu is actually the one who helped uh who you know, who helped kind of expose the fact that unauthorized was just like a Wix website or whatever. So, yeah. but, uh, yeah, shout out to, shout out to Josh who, so, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think this whole, you know, thing with like, I think this whole thing with the internet, you know, culture, I mean, it, it's really weird, too, how, you know, like, I got I got a comment from a, from a, uh, from an acquaintance on Facebook, how if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you're racist against, you know, minorities, and it's like, of course, and it's like, well, first of all, Joe Biden is the whitest motherfucker out there. Like he's, no, he's actually he's actually the most racist person I think I've ever seen in public. I mean, who the fuck says that Latinos are diverse in their opinions, unlike black people? Oh. Other than people that are actually factually fucking racist. Like, oh, hang on, hang on, Apex. I'm glad that you brought that up because I actually have that clip queued up. Um. Uh, here it's it's only forty five seconds, but I do want to go ahead and uh, show that for you. Apparently, he he walked that back today. Obviously, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he was going to do that, but yeah. For, for those of you who, who somehow didn't see this, uh, here's Joe Biden's most recent gaffe on the, uh, you know, or or you know what. I don't think it's a gap anymore. I don't think it, here's his most common on you know black. I don't like them. I don't like calling them gaffes anymore, dude. Like, cause it it like minimizes the significance of what this man is fucking actually portraying. Yeah. Every time, every fucking time he's in public, it's not a gaff. There's like there's some serious shit going on there. And by the way, oh, would I take a mental know, test? Would you take a drug test before know. you come to work? Are you Unlike a crackhead? Are you a drug addict? With notable exceptions, who the fuck the says that? Community is an incredibly diverse community. Who the fuck says that to your interviewer? different attitudes about oh, different things. Go ahead. Sorry. You go to Florida, you find a very different attitude about immigration in certain places than you do when you're when you're in Arizona. So it's a very different, a very diverse community. So I just watched the clip and. Joe Biden this morning totally disparaged and insulted the black community. What he said is incredible, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Biden is, you know, it's funny because people want to always accuse Trump of of being a racist, and it's like, okay, what, what examples can you, can you give? Well, his... His father, uh, you know, and it's like, okay, well, that was his father, but what about what about Trump himself? And they're like, uh, uh, mean, meanwhile, like, I can pull out a, a shit ton of stuff that Biden has said that's racist. 
though. Uh, Sorry about that. I didn't realize um, I wasn't muted as I was taking a hit of my bowl and coughing while you were talking. No, no, that that's that's no problem. The 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 bowl adds om ambiance, so. But, um, I also, I also do want you know you to be aware though, Apex that Andy is in here, so we have we have no idea what's going to get cliffed and what won't. That's that's the fun when Andy. When Andy's random ed- edits is in here, we- listen. Andy's random edits can clip me in any way he wants. I trust Andy, and I trust that it, no matter what it would be, that it would be funny, and that's that's my ultimate goal on the internet. Yeah, well, well, I mean, he, well, I mean, he's he's already he's already put me into into internet an internet war with merch once, and then with Alan Pell, so. Who knows? I wonder if I could give him some like clips. What do you think would be some good just like sound bites that he could clip together? Uh, oh, uh, oh, I'm I'm sure he um he's he, probably already got plenty. But he, I know that he, <laughs> I know that he did go on a pot awfuls um stream, which was kind of oh, yeah? brave. So um, wait, he went on as a guest. Yeah, I, I guess so. Mm. Um, that is brave. That's pretty awesome, though. He's he's braver than I than I would be. So, but uh, no, nah, and, he, and he he's 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 a good guy. He hasn't he hasn't done. I haven't seen any of his edits in a long time. But um, he he did this he did this one edit of uh. Joe Diaz ver- versus uh, Brendan Schaub that is still hilarious and still makes makes me laugh uproariously. Of course, any of course anything with Joe Diaz and it is guaranteed to be hilarious. So, yeah, almost. So, um, yeah, and I I guess I guess he's I guess he's moving from California too. So. Did you hear that? Who's that? Owen? No, jo- Joey is. Joey oh, Diaz yeah, yeah, yeah. is is moving from uh from. Well, uh, Joe Rogan's moving to Texas, my my uh my home state. Yep, and uh, I guess Joey Diaz is moving back to to New to New Jersey. So, I uh, I mean, I'm I moved. I moved a couple of years ago, but who knows? After I graduate from college, I might be graduate. I might be moving again. So, but I don't know. I don't know if I will or where to yet. Maybe to Texas. I don't know. So, uh, my little sister, <laughs> my little sister who still lives in Texas, uh, she's never moved away from the time we were both born there. She desperately wants to move out of Texas. She wants to move up where I am, either to Illinois or Michigan or Indiana. And I'm like, well, neither one of those three are where I currently live. 
But if you're going to move to one of those three, you should move to Indiana because it's still, you know, a, a Republican state and they're pretty. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm, I want to get out of here because I'm sick of my fucking neighbors and I'm sick of. <laughs> She's. Uh... My little sister's kind of a libtard, actually. But. It, she's it's a it's good hearted though is well it's it's not nefarious and I know that for sure because she talks about things like the patriarchy and um, shit that I thought <laughs> shit that I thought was figured out already but she makes arguments about you know women in the workforce and therefore black people in society. And, you know, by extension, other minorities. Um, I lost my train of thought because So What asked me a question. Shut up. That's my little sister. She's she's dumb, but, you know. Someone... All, she, all, she's, missing, all she's missing is this community. She just needs to... I, I just need to... Fold her in somehow, and uh, you know, but I can't seem to do it because I'm not good at talking to people about like political things. Sam, I go straight to shit posting <laughs> in real life. It's weird. I don't really, I don't really like it. It's not doing me a whole lot of good. See, see, I, I, I alternate between like three things. I alternate between, uh, between talking politics, talk, uh, talking about music shit hosting and then hitting on attractive women on Twitter. So I do that too. I do I mean I, I listen the attractive women like that's that that goes without saying. But yeah, so I mean when I t- just when people talk to me about this shit and I'll have a conversation with anybody about anything, especially, you know, social or political topics and if I don't know I will make it very clear that I don't. But what seems to happen so often is a distortion from like the actual, like the facts or like what's actually what the facts. And it steers sharply often into some emotional realm by my, you know, co-arguer or co, you know, whatever, whoever I'm talking to. And from there, like... (laughs) A flip switches or a switch flips. Sorry, a flip switches. Um, it sounds like a skateboard trick. Uh, but no, a, a switch flips, and like I go straight to like literally in real life shit posting, and I just kind of, I can't really help it, and I, it doesn't. Again, it doesn't do me any good, but it's like an instinct to be like. I mean, it's effectively like, well, you're an idiot. You know, when they say something stupid, instead of being like, well, instead of thinking that way, why wouldn't you think this way? And instead, I'm like, you know, well, um, you're an NPC. And that's, you know what? People do not like that term. Some, in real life. Sometimes, sometimes I will, sometimes I will try and, sometimes I'll try and like, you know, reason with people, but. Like other times, I just don't have the patience, so so I just like I just immediately go into into shit post mode. Like I I think I I think I might have I think I might have told you that there was like this there was like this one you know chick on my campus 
uh, last semester when we when we were still in, you know, allowed to go on to campus. That uh, so this is like early January, um, and this was like a moderately, uh, you know, I mean she was attractive. I'll 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 give her that, but I um, I was going to get, to get coffee from the cafe, and apparently, I didn't realize this until after the fact. But she called me a racist and tried to spit, spit on me and spit on my, spit on my jacket. Uh, and, you know, rather than, than like getting all, all upset, I said something like, now that's no way to, to ask me out. So, uh, which pissed her off even more. Um, and I, I, I figured out later that she saw like my Trump, uh, like she saw that I had like a Trump uh, lapel pin on my blazer, and that's I guess that's why. But even, but even so, it's like, geez, you're gonna spit on a guy for that? So yeah, that's pretty brutal. My mom was like, <laughs> "You you should have you should have smacked her," but uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, so uh so what? Our our good German friend that joined us on the podcast, I don't even know how fucking long ago that was. But apparently he's got a crush on Brittany Venti, and I'm watching I'm just watching this play out in the chat. She's too young, but she's too young for so what. But Br- still Brittany Brittany Venti is he can simp all he wants. Brittany Venti is too weird. Is too weird for me, so. Um, but you know, you you do you do you, so. Ah, it's just a joke. Just jabbing. I should have. Sm- I should have jabbing at my German friend. That's my. That's my. That's he's probably somewhere in my family tree. I should have fist smacked her. No, no. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't going to do, do that. No. What? What I? What I should have done? What I should have done, Andy, is I should have let her spit on me, and then I should have, and then I should have like sent her my, and then I should have sent her, and then I should have sent her my dry cleaning bill. That's what I should have done. That would have been more devastating than if I had slapped <laughs> her. So you should have handed her three different kinds of lunch meat, two different kinds of cheese. Two different kinds of condiments and four different kinds of breads, and say, "Make me a fucking sandwich, the right one." Now, so, now, see the the, <laughs> the types of ladies that I'm attracted to actually like to cook. So, well, exactly. So they would have fucking they would have looked at you with an eyebrow raised as you were like laying out the ingredients. They would have been like, "All right, motherfucker," and they would have made you the best fucking sandwich you've ever made, and then slapped you. After you ate it, be like, "Don't ever fucking do that again." You know what I mean? So, that's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I'm talking shit now. Yeah, uh, it's going south, Sammy. And well, 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 this, well, it's 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 one a.m. here. This podcast always goes south after uh, one. So, um. 
Well, it's midnight for me. So. Oh, so speaking of the podcast going going south, you, sir, owe me an apology. Uh, no, uh, actually, <clears throat> what I hope to what I hope to make you realize is that the the apologies wash. But you go ahead. Uh, we'll let the audience hear what you have to make me apologize for. So. Uh... So, a- so Apex Gamma has been trying to get me to watch uh, the the Netflix series Mine Mine Hunter for about for about a year a year now, um, and so I finally got around to watching it, and it's a really good show. But what he failed to mention is is that the uh, is that the is that the third season is on indefinite hiatus meaning it's not canceled but it's not like going into production anytime soon so it's not confirmed so apex sent me on a show that i'm addicted to now that basically is like at a stall um you know that's at a standstill and i just you know like Fuck you, man. If you're going to recommend a series, at least recommend, like, a complete series that well, I can watch. See, now, what I... My, and in my defense, chat, and listeners everywhere, is that well over a year ago, when I suggested Sam this show, the second season had just came out. So the idea of a hiatus, uh, the idea of no third season, wasn't a thing. That wasn't like a, a thing, but what did happen uh, inevitably is sort of the meme that every time Sam would, every time I talked to Sam uh, on any kind of voice chat or, or live stream, he was talking about some other fucking show or movie that he'd watched. And he, so I'm like, you watched Mindhunter yet? Have you watched Mindhunter yet? Uh, and it literally, every time I talked to him for, for fucking months. And he wouldn't watch the goddamn show because he had better things to watch or better things to do. So inevitably, I suffered uh, what he is now suffering uh, whenever they announced the quote-unquote hiatus, um, which I'm not sure that they're going to come back. But and- even if they don't, the two seasons are good. And I again, if you'd have fucking watched the show when I told you to, we could have suffered this hiatus announcement together. But now I am recovered and I just look back on it and say, you know what? Maybe it's maybe that's all it is. Dude, there's if- books, there's at least a book, and you can infer what happens beyond <laughs> those two seasons. But, dude. Uh, Dude, if you and I had watched that show together, I'm pretty sure we could have developed a complete psychological profile on Owen and maybe actually, like, gotten the behavioral sciences division to look look into Owen. Yeah, I'm here. Did you lose me there? No, I'm here. Okay. Oh, because I'm I'm, I'm driving, because I'm hungry. Oh, okay. No, I, I was just saying that, you know, had we watched that thing together, you and I could have built a psychological profile of, of Owen and then had well, the... Uh, I mean, I, that's kind of what I was doing. 
I just didn't have my I just didn't have my fucking I'm my wheelchair bound knight with swords hanging out his fucking poking out his wheels and shit. I'm to protect me and to help me guide me through the the pain that I felt as uh, it ended. Nothing came beyond it. I'm 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 I've started calling Owen Owen Kemper. So, by the way, oh dude. Kemper, the dude that plays Kemper, but not only the character that plays Kemper, look up the actual fucking footage of Ed Kemper. I have. That dude, oh my fucking god, that dude is, that, the actor that played him, the guy that played him does an exceptional job. Uh, Because Ed Kemper is fucking, that is the most normal fucking dude, I mean, I think I've ever seen on like, uh, police, especially for the crimes that he was, you know, admitted to doing, you know, and he does admits in, in gruesome detail and why he did it and shit. It's so nonchalant. Like, there's, I mean, it's it's not even really creepy. It's like, I mean, it is, but it's like, fuck, dude. I don't even know the word. My words don't. My, word, my my vocabulary doesn't extend that far, I guess, but... Yeah. It's fascinating. Fascinating, I guess, is the best word that you can come up with, which is why the show is good. Uh, because even the, the dude that plays Charlie Manson... Uh, spoiler alert, sorry, guys. Is the same, the same dude that plays Charlie Manson, I believe, in uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Quentin Tarantino movie that just came out. Which... So, like, he was... Like, Go ahead. Which I I have not seen yet. I have not seen that yeah, yet yeah. either. But I'm but I'm I'm going to. So I haven't seen it yet either. But I just know from researching the show that it was the same actor and that he did a really good job. The other actors in the show really you know appreciated his work and whatever. But no, it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. So. uh... I, I guess uh, I guess Selwa is eating breakfast right now, so um, and Apex is apparently going through a drive-through. It sounds like so. I am. I was gonna see. I was gonna see. Uh, I was, um, I was gonna get a poll from the chat. Should I order my food uh, m- muted or not? You know, I mean, why not? Neary, no, you know what? John, uh, John I wanted once. Uh, I once ordered McDonald's uh, with John Neary, uh and Johnny on uh, on VC with me, and uh, and they were shouting stuff like, "Yeah, he wants a number two or you know something like like that." So. Um. All right. Well, talk to chat for a second. Well, I guess, I, well, of of course, of course, what uh, is drinking his breakfast? I mean, German and Irish are not that far apart, you know, from each other. So, I mean. 
I'm I mean I'm half Irish, but yeah, we we drink our breakfast too. So Ah, okay. So. Uh Not my Oh, he's he must be talking to the uh to the drive through people. Alright, um Well we're waiting for that for Apex to get his food or you know what? I um I don't know. Maybe we should maybe we should wait for his comments on this. Uh Kanye West has been making the uh the news these days as well. Uh for his for his comments on uh you know being pro life now. Um Oh yeah. Sorry, and... Sam. Sorry, chat. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I was uh I was pulling between the the uh, order window or like the uh the speaker, you know, like the menu and the actual window. And there was a human being that works at the uh the truck stop attached to this Arby's. And uh they <laughs> they did something funny that I had to make fun of them for. That's what you heard me doing. And then I had to mute myself so that what? naturally just proceeded proceeded to like have a conversation with this person as you're talking about. I couldn't even hear what you were saying because I was trying to be polite to this person that was right in front of me. I'm being rude to chat and you. Sorry, man. What what did they uh what what did the first off what, where did you, where did you go did you go to like I picture you as an Arby's guy for some reason. Well, that's exactly where I'm at, but not because I like Arby's, but it's literally the only fucking thing that's around here because uh, I live in the middle of goddamn nowhere. It's the only 24-hour place other than the McDonald's that's like 25 minutes away, and I'm not driving 25 minutes for some fucking food. So, yes, I'm at Arby's. Well, it's if, attached to a truck stop. Well, if well, if you were John Neri, you certainly you, you would certainly uh, go into McDonald's you would certainly drive to McDonald's. I I don't. I know, especially if the McRib was available. Apparently, he's a big fan. Yeah, I do, Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't think I've met anyone who loves McDonald's more than John Neri. So, like he like he could do a whole like show on the Food Network just reviewing the individual <laughs> McDonald's chain restaurants. That's how much he loves McDonald's. So. And can uh, right. and Popeyes as well apparently. Yes, I can hear you. Ah, uh, well, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear me talk to uh, people at the window. Hi. Hello. I uh, know. Okay. Fucking masks, dude. Thank you. Thank you. That's not very entertaining. <clears throat> so, um. Have you uh, checked out any of the so uh, 
So I, so I have a what? question. Did she give you dirty luck for not wearing a mask in your car? No. She did. I would reach. I would get out of my fucking car and I would punch her in the mouth through her mask. I would punch that mask through her there face. You Thank you. See ya. <laughs> it would be like Mortal Kombat, like a fatality. I would punch that mask through the back of her fucking skull. Ooh. I would. Yeah. Not they... just because she's a woman. But because. But because. Don't give me fucking dirty looks. I'm not sick, bitch. I. I sure as hell hope we don't have to wear masks for, for much longer. So. Oh, dude. Get used to it, bro. You're going to be fighting. We're going to be. Fu- We're going to be killing each other. Americans are going to be killing each other over these fucking masks. Um, and the, the implications of this fucking virus, because it's all all of the bullshit surrounding it, is real. As real as it is, there like there's so much more lies and bullshit and manipulation to control people and band aids. The masks are a fucking band aid, and they're not. You know what? That's an insult to band aids because band aids fucking do what they're advertised to do. They they seal the wound from the air. And sometimes they've got antibacterial shit in there. Uh, so, you, you know, you'll make sure you don't get a fucking, uh, some kind of. Yeah, fucking, infection. Yeah, you know, uh, whatever. My words aren't working. But you know what I'm saying? It's mask, like, again, like I said earlier, in, uh, companies requesting uh, customers wear a mask is not. To, again, to play devil's advocate, I don't think I don't like it as a customer. Fuck you, but I get it because we also, you know, those those people also clean up human fucking feces off of the walls for no fucking reason and uh, deal with stolen products for whatever, no reason other than stealing but you know i mean you get my point you can't control the general public but these corporations and these companies making people wear masks for eight plus hours a day that without any extra i mean again i get it you could make them do that but there are extra protections that could be provided that should be provided in my estimation be that oximeters uh they're strapping fucking uh goddamn Fucking hand sanitizer on everybody. Well, guess what doesn't kill COVID-19? Alcohol. So let's all fucking pretend like this hand sanitizer and these masks are going to help you when neither of them, like, literally, scientifically, are going to help you, generally speaking. And for sure, 100%, if you've got COVID on you, alcohol ain't going to help you. So, Again, it's it's all feel-good, fucking fluffy bullshit. And it's bullshit. And it makes me very angry because, like, I'm okay with making sacrifices. I wear a seatbelt. I'm wearing a seatbelt right now as I'm illegally driving in my state uh, without uh, a hands-free set. But I do threatening anybody else, although I guess I could hurt somebody if I wreck my car. But the the point is like I wear a seatbelt when I get in my car. That's a sacrifice I'm willing to make because it's not only protection for me, but uh, it's it's mostly protection for me. But it's also a law. But I do it because it's not because it's 
Oh, well. Although, if I see a cop without my seatbelt on, I'll probably slap that motherfucker on. Because nobody wants to get in trouble. But the idea is... The, the, the point, again, that I'm trying to make is I'm willing to make sacrifices for... Uh, in some small ways, but I think we're pushed... It, we're, it's just being pushed too far. And, uh, you know, my... My elders, when I was growing up, told me that seatbelts were one step too far, uh, to quote <laughs> that Owen, that Owen Benjamin Cliff Channel. What's up, one step? No. Nice, uh, nice, nice yeah. reference there. Tying it all. Nice tie- name drop, right? Tying it nice all. name drop, right? Tying it all together. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, uh, again, the, the, the point is like, I don't think it doesn't. There's lots of science behind seatbelts. There's lots of research and development behind seatbelts. Masks are, I mean, they're a medical tool, generally speaking. And the only research that there's been on cloth masks are shed negative light on them as far as like preventative measures for the people wearing them. Here's so. Here's the thing. I, I really wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind the masks so much. If uh, if people aren't so like fucking self righteous about about them, I was at um, I was at Home Depot just yesterday actually, and um, I ran into one of my friends, which is weird because as I just mentioned, I'm like fucking thirty plus minutes away from anything. Uh, the Home Depot that I was at was thirty thirty something minutes away from my house. And uh, one of my friends that lives near me that I hadn't seen in a while happened to fucking just pop into this huge goddamn store. And we ended up at the same. I'm like, holy shit. So uh, <laughs> I thought he was wearing like a red shop rag as a mask. And he's like, oh, it's the sleeve of a T-shirt I had in the fucking truck because I have to wear a mask in here. Like, so we're we're standing there talking on this aisle that's like fucking 200 yards long. Nobody else is on it. Really, you know, just talking about things and life and bullshit and catching up. And from the far end walks this little old woman and I'm watching her cause she's walking from the, like my buddy's backside, the, the angle I'm looking and she slowly walks up and she gets about four, five feet away. And she goes, <clears throat> excuse me. And like my buddy was right in the middle of a sentence. So I didn't, you know, she, she does it again. She scoots a little closer. Excuse me. And he turns around. He's like, we're like, yeah. She goes, could you guys pull your mask up, please, so I can walk by? And my buddy looks at me and he like, like, sarcastic, like, you know, sarc- almost like a cartoon character with his eyeballs, like, or eyelids, pulls his mask up. And I go, I got a better idea. <gasps> and I held my breath. And she just looked at me. And I held my breath for like 15 seconds, 20 seconds, 25 seconds. And my buddy starts laughing, and she just turned around and walked away. Next thing I know, uh, I mean, we laughed about it, because I'm like, well, what's the difference? What the fuck is the difference? You're going to walk by me. You don't want me breathing as you walk by. How about I just fucking hold my breath? How long is it going to take you to walk by me, bitch? You know? So, uh, but again, she didn't like that. So she turned around, and she went and talked to an employee who came and said, hey, um, I'm just talking to you because that lady said that you you know, you, you like held your breath, which honestly I think is kind of funny. Uh, but sh- she's probably standing behind me, isn't she? And she was. She was standing at the end of the aisle, like 75 yards away, watching him talk to me. 
he's like, I can't make you wear the mask, man, but she's really mad and I, I need to make it look like I'm doing my job. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not like, so I, I fell right into character. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. And I like leaned over the shoulder. I like put my hands up in like a prayer thing. I'm like, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to offend you. You know, and like the, the way that I felt so bad for that dude, because I just imagined what he had to deal with. Because it was like two or three minutes before he came walking back up. Because, again, this is my friend. I hadn't seen him in a while. We were talking there for several minutes, and no fucking buddy else walked down the aisle. Because guess what? Nobody's shopping in store. Everybody's doing curbside pickup and shit. So, you know, I was also in Guitar Center by myself. um, And they wouldn't let me play guitar without a mask on over both my mouth and face. No customers in the store. Nobody anywhere near me. I was in there for five minutes. Um, more like 10 minutes, but I found a guitar that I wanted to play and amp I wanted to play it on, asked for a chord. And then like, please keep your mask up. Please keep it. I'm like, that's fine. That's fine. So I sit down to again, fucking 50 plus feet away from anybody with no other customers in the store. And I'm fucking trying to shred on this guitar. And the lady walks up and she's like, you have to keep your mask up, sir. Or I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I'm like, hand her the guitar and I walk the fuck out. Fuck off. I won't. I was. I was planning on spending a few hundred dollars in here, but <laughs> I'll buy it online instead. Fuck you. You know what's. Else. You know what's weird is like. Uh, is uh, like I've. I've one of those phones that you can like. Uh, you can you can use like your face ID to you know like like do you know payment processing. Um, which I like to do because instead of pulling out your you know. Instead of pulling out my wallet and trying to, you know, fumble with my credit card and whatnot, it's easier for me just to do the, you know, pay thing on my phone. And, uh, you know, but because of, of the whole mask thing, you know, using, you know, face ID is like you can't do it. So I had to, I had to go to the store to get like a cable for my iPad. Um, so I went into the one that's literally like right up the street by me. So I went in with, you know, my mask on, got the cable, went to check out, uh, and I briefly had to pull down my mask to use, you know, the face ID for the checkout thing. And I put it back up. The lady was, the lady in front of the register was, was glaring at me, like, and I'm like, what? I had to take it down for like five seconds so I could do, you know, face ID you know, to pay for this thing. And she's like, you should have just entered well, in, yeah. the, in the password. I'm like, it, w- it was five seconds. What's the, what's the big deal? So. Yeah, bitch. Are, what are you fucking sticking your mouth up to mine and breathing out of my mouth? Like, what the fuck is wrong with people, dude? Like, I don't understand. I, I mean, the problem the- is I do understand, but the extreme to which it's gone again is just it's a fucking fluffy well there, there's a there's a term man. there's a term that i like to that i kind of created that i like to that i like to use now um so all these people who are using who are you know obsessed with like other people wearing masks they're doing what i like to call moral fagging where they're, uh, you know, where they're acting like moral, f- where they're acting, you know, like high and mighty moral, moral faggots, right. you know, yeah, like I get it. 
like trying to tell us like trying to tell the rest of us what to do so um the other thing too is uh you know s- since apex i i don't think you can see this because well actually you know what hold on a sec I might be able to uh, change that. Dead air. Uh, I'm eating this fucking goddamn Arby's, so you're gonna have to entertain the crowd for like a minute, man. Oh, wait. So, um, So I'm I'm broadcasting my my screen now, so you should you might be able to see. I don't know if you can, but uh, right. So, folks, uh, for those of you who are just listening right now, I'm holding up my uh, mask. So this is what I've decided to do. Uh, you know, since they're making us us wear masks now. Um, you know, I wear them into stores, but I don't wear them all the time. But when I do have to wear a mask, I have decided that I'm wearing the American flag mask, which, uh, you know, in this particular shade of the American flag mask, it's a uh, it's a military uh, American flag mask, which uh, gets like a lot of these Karens pissed off. Why? Because it's, you know, it's pro-military. And also because this is also like, you know, a pro cops life lives matter. So, you know, it pisses them off. And a couple of people have, you know, said that, oh, I don't like your mask. You shouldn't wear it. But I'm like, okay. Um, I'm like, okay, well, then I won't, I won't wear it. Then I'll just take it off. But, um, well, I walked into, um, Uh, Target uh, the same day after after leaving Guitar Center being really pissed off well not really pissed off but just like really frustrated by the way just all it was, all of it was going I walked into Sam's Club and they didn't say a fucking thing to me uh, Walmart on the other hand right down the street was like yeah I can't come in without a mask like you're for real telling me I can't shop in here without a mask I'm like well no I can't tell you that but you can't come in without a mask it's like, so get the fuck out of my way then. I mean, I had so much trouble getting into Walmart uh, without my mask on. Honestly, dude, though, like, I really don't mind wearing it. But at the, at that point, after I had left Walmart and I'd already been to Guitar Center and I went to Sam's Club in between where I had, like, a relief where nobody gave a fuck. There was a bunch of people wearing masks, but nobody gave me no fucking looks. Nobody gave me a hard time. Um, I went into Target and they were like, you can't come in without a mask. There was like a, there was like two fucking, they were like security guards. They weren't security guards. They were just fucking target employees, but they were standing right the fuck in the front. You can't come in without a mask, sir. You can't come in without a mask. Like, we well, got a mask for me. No, sir. You, you gotta have a mask. Okay. 
So I'm back to my car where I have my Guy Fox mask that came with my uh, V for Vendetta uh, graphic novel that I bought like the, either the same year. I think it was the same year that the movie came out. Cool. Uh, it was it was like a promotional thing. So I've had the thing for fucking ever, and I keep it in my car, uh, kind of like hanging off of my passenger seat. And it scares the shit out of people because they think it's someone in my passenger seat, right? Well, <laughs> that that is I, fun. I, that I is that fucking on. based. I put that on, and I also have an American flag bandana uh, that is in my glove compartment. I didn't realize I still had, but it just worked out so perfectly that I I put on my Guy Fox mask, and then I put the bandana over the Guy Fox mask's nose and Guy Fox mask nose and mouth, um, and walked into Target, and uh, they gave me a hard time, so I cussed out the two you know, impromptu security guards. And I walked out, I wanted to video it or at least take a picture, but I was so, I'd, I'd been shopping. I'd been doing shit all fucking day. Cause I'm in the process of moving and, uh, and stuff like that. So God, I had no energy to shit post. I just, I was shit posting IRL, but I should, I, a, I couldn't. A, stro- a, storm of, a storm of, yeah. re- a storm of wrenches in the chat goes, they don't ask to see your fucking receipt on the way out anymore. So, yeah. right. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, so it's just a fucking joke. Yeah, it's well, it's a joke, man. It's well, all, I mean, it's all a fucking... I mean, and I I brought this up the other the other day to some friends, but do you got but like to all my sing to all my fellow single friends out there. Do you realize how fucked we are now that we have to wear uh, masks out when we, if we have to, like, you know, go on dates and whatnot, or even, like, you know, meet new people? We're not going to know what what each other actually look like until, you know. No, Sam, I think you're you're looking at the glass half empty here, buddy, because what you're going to figure out, or what we're going to figure out, um... And anybody else that's even remotely based is anybody that insists on wearing a mask, especially after like a brief general conversation, come on in, is uh, not worth uh, your time. You know what I mean? You're going to be, you know what I mean? So it's almost like a litmus test. Are they wearing a mask? Will they take it off? Then uh, fuck off. And see... (laughs) And see, people th- people think that Apex is a pessimist, but I'm at, but he's actually more of an optimist than I am. So, um, so yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. True, it is true. I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic man. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 a hopeless romantic too. Emphasis on the hopeless. Oh, Sammy, so. you're a simp, bro. But it's all right. I I I am. I am a simp, so. so. You're, I'll simp. I'll simp for you, bro. But that's it. I I am I'm a I'm a simp for one. I am I am I am a simp for one woman and one woman only. So, but uh, you know that's your order. Nancy Pelosi. Nah, check my Twitter timeline. You'll. You'll figure it out. So, okay. Maybe, maybe you, maybe you won't. So, but well, I'll just 
But now, me, I'll, um, just say Nancy, I'll just say Nancy Pelosi again. So, yeah, no, I, I, uh, yeah, no, I want, I want to touch Nancy. I want to touch, I want to touch Nancy with a ten foot pole. So, or fuck, even I would fuck Nancy with your dick, boy. But by the by the way, that <laughs> by the way, her plastic surgery has uh, really. Uh, yeah, it has not held up well at all. So, but yeah, man, I I just eventually, eventually, people are gonna get tired of wearing masks, and all hell is gonna break loose, and it, it's not gonna take very long. I doubt we even make it into twenty twenty one before people say enough is enough. Well, that's the thing, though, man. Excuse me. I think that a lot of people will. I think a lot of people who are on the fence about it are going to get sick of it. Excuse me, guys. Sorry. Mouthful of food. But the people who are on, it's going to be another wedge, man. Like, it's just going to, the wedge is just going to go deeper. The people that are on the fence, these, these, um, you know, overreaches of, of power by both corporations and the government in general, forcing people or feigning, um, the, the, the force of, cause that's another thing that happened in my state. Uh, they announced that there was going to be, you were going to get penalized. There was going to be fucking, you were going to get a misdemeanor up to like a $1,200 fine or some shit if you didn't wear a mask in public. Like the cops would be called. Well, right off the bat, almost every fucking precinct in the state was like, nope. Publicly, they were like, nope, we're not going to do that. We, we were not going to do that. And then the district attorney and the state prosecutor conferred together and, and wrote a letter to the governor and was like, you can't do that. You, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad that's like a, a breach of civil liberties you can't you can't fucking do that so you know there's very there's various constitutional issues with that so they backed off but they did the backing off very quietly they announced the the punishments very very publicly like it's fucking even now there are signs in front of buildings that say wear a mask at the governor's uh request at threat of misdemeanor or some shit that's not true they pulled that shit back quietly and nobody even knows that because very loudly they were like oh shit you're gonna get a fucking ticket if you don't wear a mask in public i don't feel sick i don't think i should wear a mask but i don't want to get a ticket you know what i mean just like i don't think i need to wear a seat belt um but i'm also not gonna get a ticket for not wearing a seat belt you know plus who's it gonna hurt uh, masks are not the same thing. People keep using those fucking things as comparisons, the seatbelt and the mask. They right. are not the fucking same thing. Not even close, dude. Well, what's what's really kind of scary with the whole mask thing is I, I was thinking of reading this uh the of reading this email I got, but I can't because there's no way for me to like there's no way for me to blur out some confidential information, but long story short, um, my my college, the University of South Florida, uh, recently 
uh, did like a whole, they send out like a big newsletter about how they're, you know, going to like be reopening this semester and whatnot. And, uh, you know, long story short, like whenever you, whenever you, uh, you know, are on campus, you have to wear a mask for the entirety of while you're there. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, what if you have like a, what if you have like a two hour class or something like, like that? I mean, wearing a mask for like 30 minutes, let alone two hours is really, is really hard. So, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it can it can be really hard to breathe in those things, and I guess yeah, try like, doing it eight, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That that's what really bothers me. That's that's the thing. That's the my main complaint about the masks. Well, I don't think it's right. I don't think. Uh, I think there at least is some some ambiguity that can be, or, or at least some credit that can be given because of the the rapid change you know like the rapidly changing issue and that all the misinformation both specifically from china but from all its subsidiaries both here and abroad you know companies are trying to protect both themselves and their employees and their business models and everything you know what i mean like i don't agree with the cold corporate model in almost any way shape or form but i have to play devil's advocate because I, you know, I kind of agree with capitalism, you know, like there is, there's a lot of good to be said about uh, it in general. But my point, though, is uh, lost because <laughs> I'm trying to do too many things at once here. Well, the, but, well, the other thing, too, is um, the thing that really pisses me off is the letter didn't say this, but... It, I mean, it might as well have. It, it said, uh, "It said there there will be severe consequences for students and faculty who fail to follow, you know, the guidelines we have set." So, what does that mean? Does that mean you, that you can get suspended or you know expelled from campus for you know not wearing a mask? And if so, you know, can they like? Well, can they actually do that? Like, no, I can understand. No, no, no. I can understand, like, you know, expelling someone for like, you know, academic dishonesty or whatever. But imagine getting suspended or expelled from a college because you don't wear. Damn. That's just you, like what I was just saying about yeah. the misdemeanors in my state. They're scaring people into thinking that they can get into trouble, and their language, they're they're wording things in a language that makes people think that they can get into trouble. Holy fuck! Can I get expelled for not wearing a mask? Not in this fucking country. They may try, but they'll lose fucking millions of dollars. Because at least now, as it stands, there's still laws that protect you against that. But if they convince you and all of your peers that they can do that, then they can quietly change that law and nobody's going to fucking know any different, much less complain about it. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. 
Eric brings up a good point. You just put on a mask because a stranger told you to, and let a stranger, stranger shove a needle in your arm. The most politically divided times. Yeah, I mean that. Now look, a mask I can deal with, but but no, but no one is, no one is shoving a knee a needle in my arm. So. So. Oh, oh, and my my parents aren't my parents aren't conformists either. Um, so, but oh, Eric, a storm of wrenches and Josh have showed up. The whole, the the trio of uh, the trio of of degenerate danger zone. I was going to say the three up. points of the triangle. The so, three points of the triangle are here. Now all the, we need is uh, ladies to. To, to form the exclamation point. The three the three points of the triangle, except for except for John except for Johnny's not here and uh and Eric has it like Eric hasn't show hasn't said uh hasn't proclaimed that he's gay yet. that he's gay yet but, but we know but we well, know wait, that wait, he wait, is. Wait, so. wait, he came into the chat. He entered the chat by saying, "Let's all touch tips." So. Well, uh, oh yeah, well, of, of course, of course he did. So, so um, I mean, like like I said, like I said on Twitter a few days ago, I'm not sure that evil Eric is actually evil. His name should actually be Horny Eric <laughs> instead of Evil Eric. So, but uh, and Apex keeps muting his mic. Popping in real quick. So, I missed what you said there, man. Yeah, he, can you hear me? Yeah. So okay. you're sorry. You're you're eating and smoking and doing all sorts of stuff tonight on on stream. So I always do, Sam. I mean, I've done push-ups on stream. I I do what the chat requests, and sometimes my belly requires food, and right now it needs beer, which was all the way downstairs, and there was other people that were in my way uh, that I had to, you know, communicate with. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit happens, Sam. I don't have a studio. I don't have a mic. I don't have a fucking... I I yell into my phone, as I was just describing to Andy. He's like, eating on fucking mic. That's what killed Opie and Anthony. Fuck you. I'm yelling into my phone and driving around and doing drugs. And I wish... Now, see, see, in a way, you're, you're you're more of a free man than I am because, like, I'm tied down by this studio but if uh if i could just if i could set up a rig to where i could uh, i mean i used to be able to stream to youtube on my ipad and then like and do this show and then uh you know youtube changed something to where i couldn't do that anymore but if i could i would be running to the fridge every five minutes to get myself a new beer or something like that like that, so. And uh, no, that's, that's pretty much what I, that's pretty much what I was doing. You know, now, so. Andy, I and I can fucking yell into the mic too and get real close to the mic too as well. Oh, Sammy, that's very sweet of you. You don't have to do that. Let me, let me, be, let me be the, the, uh, <laughs> the heel of of your show. Let me be the. You're the hero, man. I'm the. I'm just the fool. Let me. Let me be the one people make fun of. 
I'm easy to do. It's easy. Now you're 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 honestly you're honestly in all seriousness, Apex. You're one of the nicest people that I've met on on the internet. So well, don't say that. Don't say that because, um, I mean, I appreciate that. But I mean, I mean, you, you're me. you're an ass you're an asshole for you know recommending Mindhunter to me and then failing to tell me that. Oh, by the way, there there's there's no upcoming season. So, but uh. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, you know, to be fair, I could have told you that. Yeah, but it had been so honestly, it had been so long since I watched it, and it just it literally became a meme to be like, Sam, you watch Mindhunters yet? You watch Mindhunter yet? Have you watched Mindhunter yet? Every time I talk to you, that like, I, I forgot. I, it just it was just a anytime you brought up a show, it wasn't yeah. like every time I talked to you, but anytime you brought up watching something, I would be like, oh yeah, my, you did you watch? You know what I mean? I, you, had, you, I haven't watched you, that show since I recommended it. You should probably re you should probably rewatch it because then you'll be like, Oh my god, we we, we can psychologically analyze Owen on so many levels now. So but <laughs> Sam, you must have met a bunch of assholes on the internet. Yep, I Storm did. Best best decision of best decision of my of my life. So Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not muted. <laughs> all, all, the, all the rest, all the re- all the nice ones are the ladies who support the group. The the rest of us are are. Uh, well, that's true. We don't we don't have enough we don't have enough women here. Do do we? That that's that's another thing. I always get told that I don't have enough women on stream. Either. Yeah, you should get more ladies. You should get Donnie. Or did you have done it? I I did, and mm-hmm. and it, it was it was it was good. I I actually did. I actually behaved myself on the stream. So so. Uh, right. I mean, I've been. Fine, man. You know, room next. That's one thing. Get right. <laughs> I've 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 been trying to I've been trying to get some of my other lady friends on here uh, too. But they're, you know, they're they're busy, so for whatever reason. So and uh, and Josh, I I do wear skinny jeans on occasion, so. But. Fucking no. I can't, man. Can't do it. I I I wear skinny jeans because I'm skinny. That's why. But. Um, well, I do, man. But. I mean, fabric can't be touching my skin like that. On any part of my body, I don't wear like stupid tight shirts, and I won't wear skinny jeans. In fact, my socks have to be like four sizes too big, stretched out. They can't like be too tight. I'm just kidding. Yeah. The 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 thing it is is like I'm I'm a skinny guy with extremely broad shoulders, so which is. Which is weird. So, a, a, a storm. A storm of one just just, just called me. Uh, just called me uh, queer. Um, well, you know, I I'm only. I I've said before and I'll say again. I I am only. I am only. I am only gay for Johnny Arcade. So. 
shoulders. Those shoulders are intimidating. Andy says. Yeah. You know, you should take your shirt off and show the chat. Just how intimidating they are. Uh, I mean, if if they if they want if they want that streamlabs.com forward slash the Whitfielder report. So, uh, one dollar donation <laughs> TTS. Uh, two dollars. Two dollars. So. <laughs> uh, we got we got some new fags in here. They don't know about the they don't know about the shirtless Sam. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I don't, we, we, I don't know we where have, uh... we have some we have some regulars here who I don't even think know about that whole whole saga. So self immolating. <laughs> it's true. So it's what, we, uh... it's what we do here. We're fist. I don't know if you're aware of that. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the eight celebs are cancer, so burn yourself down. Just have fun, and you know. See, I, I, can't, I, I can't speak. I don't. I won't burn Sam down. I just burn myself down in his presence, so that hopefully my light uh, shades him from harm. <laughs> see, I'm. I'm. See, I'm self-immolating though too. So. Yep, and I I do see what you what you did there, uh, Warfest. Yeah. So. Stream yeah, good. Josh Stream wax, and... yeah, <laughs> perfect. Well, well, if we if we if we want if we real want to stream, more, right? hey, we got Josh. Look, we got Josh in here. We got a Storm of Ranchers in here. We got Warfest in here. We got Andy in here. How many people can we get in this chat with you? I don't. Who wants to join? We don't have. We don't have an ASMR portion of the show, so. Well, I mean, Apex was Apex was eating a little while ago on stream, so I guess that was ASMR, maybe. Be, but... That would be. I think that's mukbang in the uh, parlance of our time. Ah. Zoom, zoom wax. There, there's, <laughs> there's zoom wax. Oh yeah, that that that's another app you want to uninstall since the. Chinese are watching that too. Oh. Gay ASMR. Uh oh no, not not here not here a storm of uh, not here a storm of wrenches. So I, I like I like the uh I like the I like the lady the ladies, so like I said, uh you know, none of them have volunteered to uh, come on the stream in a while, though. So, oh, I, I, I did have, I did have like one more story in the in the in the stack, I guess. Um, Bring it. Which is, um, Kanye West is making semi headlines again for speaking out against uh, abortion. abortion. Yeah, I saw and, that. Uh, you know, in in all seriousness, I think that's I think that's awesome that he's doing that. And um, yeah, now I he's Tucker's uh, clip on it. Yeah, Sorry, I, I yeah, that's actually the one I'm gonna play here on that because I think it's I think it's amazing. Um, it's a it's a great one. So, uh, so I guess we'll kind of end the, the show on this. Um. 
Wow, I can finally see the screen share at the bottom there, dude. Oh, oh, you can? Like, yeah, I can see you in real time, but I can actually see like your whole screen share. That's dope. Cool, then. So I don't know if this will play the audio for you, though, but we can try it. Let me, let me switch here. So, all right, folks. So this is uh, this is Tucker Tucker's monologue from two nights ago on uh, you know, on Kanye West being the most uh, compelling voice against abortion in quite some time. Discussion, of course, the riots in the Pacific Northwest and around the country, foreign policy, Russia, China, North Korea, pipelines, all compelling all things that are covered widely in the news. But at the same time in this country, there are a lot of things that don't get a lot of coverage. At this moment, the most compelling voice against abortion and Planned Parenthood is not a Republican. The most widely heard Christian evangelist in America is not ordained. Instead, he is a rapper married to a Kardashian, who, by the way, everyone says is crazy. Kanye West is running for president, but that's not really the headline. The headline is that on core conservative issues, not political issues like legislation before the Congress, but on foundational questions about life and children and what happens when you die, no one with a national platform has been more honest or sincere or effective than Kanye West has been, maybe in generations. It's all pretty shocking, really. Talk about an unlikely messenger. But it's real. Check out West's Twitter feed if you haven't seen it. Not everything he says is conservative, far from it. Not everything he says is even intelligible. But when West talks about his faith and about the gift of human life, you start to ask yourself, why aren't there any elected Republicans who sound like that? They say they believe the same things, but if they actually do, why don't they talk like Kanye West does? And the answer, of course, is because they're afraid to. But West is not afraid. He doesn't have to be. He's too famous. He's made too much money. He sold something like 150 million albums over the past 20 years. And really, it's hard to cancel a guy like that. So what does the left do in response to Kanye West? How do you make Kanye West shut up? The short answer is you can't, so you work to discredit him. You go ad hominem. You ignore what he's saying. You attack him as a person. You don't engage with his ideas. You know you would lose if you tried that. So instead, you try to keep people from listening to him. It's an easier job when you're dealing with less famous people. Thanks to our centrally controlled Internet, the left can usually silence dissent in an instant with the press of a button. But with prominent wrong thinkers like Kanye West, censorship requires a finer touch, more artistic flair. When the author J.K. Rowling had the gall to note that biological sex is a physical reality, not just a state of mind, Google couldn't simply wipe her off the Internet. She's J.K. Rowling. She created Harry Potter. So the left had to destroy her more methodically. One British news site compared Rowling to the anti-Semite Richard Wagner and then dismissed her as, quote, deeply unpleasant. So multiply that attack by hundreds of stories, and over time they are confident, and maybe they're right, that no one will ever listen to J.K. Rowling again. In Kanye West's case, they decided to attack him as mentally ill. You hear that a lot now, but it's a relatively new tactic. It was just a little over four years ago that CNN published a piece about Kanye West. They highlighted his most famous moments, like the time he interrupted Taylor Swift at the MTV Video Music Awards. CNN described all these incidents as, quote, controversial. 
But there was no mention of Kanye West being a danger to himself, much less mentally ill. No, just controversial. Not a problem. And then West appeared to say something positive about Donald Trump, and everything changed in an instant. Kanye West became a babbling lunatic, the kind of guy who pulls imaginary insects out of the air and soils his own pants. A total nutcase. Watch. Kanye West's um, event on Sunday, and, and you saw, right. um, at least I saw a man clearly in trouble. We met David Bowen, a Democratic state representative, earlier this summer. Bowen telling CNN, it's sad to see a popular music artist like Kanye be used as a pawn to trick his own people and fans. So new questions this morning about Kanye West's mental health after this tweet storm and so-called campaign rally. You see that, that ignorance and asinine uh, thought and behavior um, it has been something that's risen to the top. Whether a clearly vulnerable Mr. West is being used to try to siphon votes away from Joe Biden. They're sad. They're concerned. He's in trouble. Oh, it's all so fake. The feigned concern, the oily fake empathy. Kanye is vulnerable, right? These people are actually worried, but they're not worried about Kanye West or his family. They don't care about them. They're worried about the threat that West poses to Democratic Party orthodoxy and therefore to their power. They don't say that out loud. They're liars. So instead, they continue to play the role of psychiatric nurse. Here's the guy whose job it is to get drunk on camera on New Year's Eve, letting Kanye West know that he's embarrassing himself and his dead mother. What I saw was a minstrel show today. Him in front of all of these white people, mostly white people, embarrassing himself and embarrassing Americans, but mostly African-Americans. And now all of a sudden, he is the person who represents the African-American community. Oh, fuck off, Don Lemon. When did, when did you become the leader of the African-American community, you dipshit? I mean, where, where the hell did, where the hell did Don Lemon even come from? Like, how the hell, how the hell is this guy even a cable news anchor? All, all he does is get righteously indignant every day and well, not even righteously indignant, not even righteously indignant, just indignant, period. And, uh, you know, spew stuff. So, you know, if anyone, if anyone's an Uncle Tom, uh, so it's, it's not Kanye West. If anyone's, you know, an Uncle Tom or self-hating black man, it's, uh, it's Don Lemon. I said what I said. So... Yeah, there's that. He doesn't. This was an embarrassment. Kanye's mother is rolling over in her grave. All right. <clears throat> He's defiling. That's good stuff. So, what do you what do you think about uh, what do you think about that, Sam? I mean, honestly, dude, I you know I'm glad that Kanye is speaking out against a lot of this stuff and. Um, you know, I think it's I think it's very telling that Don Lemon, a fellow black man, is criticizing him for that was Don Lemon's been doing that for years, man. I remember when somebody made a comment about him not being able to read on a panel and Don Lemon lost his shit. He just laughed his fucking ass off. Um that was somewhere around twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, when Kanye first endorsed Trump. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's been, it's, this is no different. It's no, it's actually less, it's lesser, I would say, uh, attack, personal attacks on him than it was back then. And look, I mean, more, he... more subversive, I think. Like they're just, they're straight up attacking his mental health now instead of being like, oh, yeah, haha, he's fucking Kanye. He's crazy. They're being like, he needs help. I'm worried about him. We're all worried about Kanye. You know, it's, it's taking on a different tone. They, the they, same shit. they, they say this. I mean, I, I had a, I had a lot of people saying the same thing about, you know, me too, actually. Like, like every single, like every single left winger in my family, not that I have that many left wingers or liberals in my family, but every single liberal in my family during the 2016 election was saying, Sam, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried that you're, you know, I'm worried that you're supporting Trump, and I'm I'm concerned that you're watching, uh, you know, Milo, you know, my Yiannopoulos, or I'm worried that you're watching Ben Shapiro and all these, you know, radical right wing voices. So it's that's actual concern trolling, not what you know. Not what Owen thinks concern trolling is. But. Right. Telling the memory of his mother. Well, uh, it's two. Two if, two for you. Yeah. One for me. Uh, I've, I've been up since like five this morning and I got to get back up at like five this, this morning. So I got four hours to sleep. So I'm going to do that. Um, Thank you, as always, for having me on. Thanks, chat, for uh, everything. I don't know. Are you going to keep going, Sam, or you want to close the show out? No, I think uh, I think we're I think we're just about done here. I think that uh, you know I think we had a good run. We went almost like three hours tonight, so I've got to wrap this. I've got to wrap this thing up anyway before uh, you know. So I can actually upload the audio version of this. But uh, anyway, thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. So thank you for having me as always. It's always a pleasure. I love talking shit to you, man. I love, uh, (laughs) I love talking crap to you too. And, and the, uh, and the chat. So, and the chat. Yeah. And the chat chat is the best. The chat is the best. (laughs) Yeah. The chat is what makes the internet worthwhile. So I what, don't care what chat. I don't care what chat. All chat makes the internet worthwhile. So what? So what goes? See, Don Lemon is the is the Jesse Smollett of CNN. So mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. No, even even crazy drunk Germans get it right once in a while. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Yep, that that's <laughs> that's very true. So what? I love you, man. I love you, and I love you too, chat. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to my bullshit. Go ahead, Sammy. Yeah, so, well, another successful week, uh, you know, here on the Whitfield Report, and uh, don't worry, I'm going to start, like, uploading, you know, smaller videos and maybe doing some other streams throughout the week. Um, just to let you guys know, I Scorpio and I have been talking about doing, like, another stream together, maybe doing, like, what is a gamma, you know? Stream kind of breaking that down more. Uh, 
and I know that I know yeah. that Jesse Spots wants to collaborate with me too. So there will be more streams maybe this week. I don't know, but wait. Time the fuck out. Did you just say that you're bringing Scorpio on a stream to describe what a gamma is? Well, when your co-host well, we, is the apex gamma. I'm not even going to be included, at least included in that conversation. Well, you don't think I, you don't think my, my presence on this planet, uh, and perception of the gamma race matters, Sam, is that what you're telling me? Well, uh, well I'm just a uh, fucking dancing pony for you. Well, well, a pony that dances uh, on two legs. That's a, that's a thing though. <laughs> Well, 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 of course, all, 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 ga- all gammas matter. So, but no it's... bullshit. <clears throat> Apparently, the apex don't mean shit. Well, I'm just kidding. I well, love Scorpio. Scorpio. Well, see, I don't. You can't define me. I don't. You can't put me in a box. I don't even picture you as a gamma anymore, though. Apex. I, I, no. I see you as an apex. Bro, that's the. That's the point, though, is I am. That was the whole point of the name, is I am Gamma. So I, the definition of Gamma is me, which is a lot of bad things. Uh, but And a lot of which Vox uh, wasn't wrong about, but he was mostly wrong well, more than he was but, right. But you're, but you're not quite a Gamma because... You have because from what I'm told, you have a. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to go there. So. No, 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 no. I don't know where you're going with with that, but I don't like where it was going. So don't go there. Uh, the point though, is gamma's made up. It's a it's a made up thing. So used as a neg as a derogatory. I my whole, excuse me, intent was to make it not derogatory to like. Maybe even bust down Alpha and Bravo, bust the whole fucking, break the whole thing down. Because uh, Gamma encompasses all of those things. It's all of the best of all of those things and some of the worst of all of those things. Uh, It's harder to define, but uh, at least in my opinion. But that's why I am Apex Gamma, because I'm kind of a piece of shit, but I'm also... Not a piece of shit. I'm also pretty good. Well, I, I mean, know, man. I'm lost. I should have fucking hung up like five minutes ago. Why am I still here, Sam? Why'd you let me stay? I mean, I'm I, I mean, if you, I mean, if you're if you're a piece of shit, though, that's like that's that's setting the bar pretty high because I've met I've met some real shitty people in my nah. in my life. No, nah, that's so. you know. That's just self-deprecation, man. That's uh, one of the key features of a gamma, keeping yourself in check and uh, not letting yourself be deluded by people telling you that you're things that you don't believe that you are or that you aren't or could never be, you know, uh, at least in my opinion. Yeah, well. Oh, you're so special. Fuck you. No, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a human being. I might be, you know, special, I guess. Well, I have a, I have a. I have a public, I have a publishing house and I live, I live in fucking Spain and. I I, uh, I built my fucking shitty chicken coop with my ninety year old father in law. <laughs> and I didn't do anything. Look at my off fucking kilter goddamn shed, my whack shack. That's so I, fucking dangerous. 
I I I sit on a I sit on a I sit on a creaky ass throne in Spain and and uh and like mock people for their physical appearances, even though even though I am also short and balding. So balding, balding, motherfucker. That dude is a cue ball on on fucking half of a cue stick. With the other half poking out of his upper half of his cue you, stick, you know, you know, you know what pisses him off. In all seriousness, from what I understand, is if you call him, if you compare him to Moby, he uh, he fucking hates that. So, although, although to be fair, I would hate that too because Moby is more is like Moby actually has fucking hits. So, um, so, no, yeah, hey. In all seriousness, though, <coughs> Scorpio runs the um, the Gamma Central Station. Reddit, uh, <coughs> the Gamma, the Gamma, uh, the Gamma Secret Monica. Kings. Uh, that's it. The Gamma Secret Kings. <coughs> the Gamma's in the Secret Kings he, moniker. He's a while, he's while a Mexican. Early, while early, while while adopted early by me, has taken on a much greater context. Uh, based generally around his uh, subreddit and, you know, the activities of it. But I would very much like to push back or at least be a counter voice in that fucking discussion because yeah, I have a feeling, I have a feeling that Gamma is, is ultimately going to be defined as, uh, you know, the negative that it was intended, which was the opposite of my point. Well, no, I, I, well, no, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a discussion on what a gamma is, and also, which I mean, we're, we're, we're taking it, I think, as like a positive, but, um, and I, I would, I was actually gonna ask you about to come on to that too. So Uh, yeah, uh, you just, uh, you just dropped it on me live. We'll get a whole, uh, we'll get a whole. Uh, I'm having Scorpio on to talk about what gammas are. Hey, my, my co-host Apex Gamma doesn't know shit about it though. I'm just kidding, man. I'm no, just man. Kidding. No, man. You, you go to bed for real. <laughs> the, here's the one thing that you are not, though. You are not a grifter, which is what we're also going to be talking about. So, um, well, you can't put those. You you try putting those two in the same category, and I'm, I'm driving my happy ass to Florida, and I will fight that fucking cherry or swords and all. I mean, I can't. I kind of want you to come to Florida, but not to not to fight me. I mean, well, I don't want to fight you either, dude. Those swords are sharp. I know that. <laughs> but and those caltrops, I think they're called. I couldn't even chase you, man. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. All right. But anyway. All right. Much love, chat. Much love, Sam. For real, I gotta fucking go. Yep. Love you guys. Good night. Thanks again for having me. So. All that good stuff. All right. Uh, later, Apex. Ladies and gentlemen, Apex Gamma. Follow him uh, on Twitter at Apex Gamma. And, uh, folks, that'll do it for me, uh, you know, here as well. So I want to thank you all so very much for uh, joining me here tonight, wherever you are in the past, present, future hour of your listening. Uh, to the podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to hit that like button. And uh, if you're listening to, to this on the uh, audio podcast, if you've made it that 
this far, then please leave us a uh, five-star rating and review. And uh, I want to thank everyone who showed up in chat tonight. Uh, big shout-out one last time to, let's see here. It's going to be a large list. Uh, let's see. Andy, uh, Warfist, Apex, obviously, Joshua Rogers, Evil Eric, uh, So What, uh, Annabelle Rankin, uh, Storm Wrenches, uh, Sawson showed up here, uh, Two for a Bit, Davy Crocco popped in here earlier, we've had, we've had a bunch of people in here, so, Anyone I missed, I apologize, but I want to thank everyone for showing up tonight. And, uh, yeah, I'll be back later this week, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. From all of us here at NDC Studios, have a uh, good night. God bless. God save this great nation. And as my friend John Neer, I likes to say, God freedom I can see in that order, and I will see you on the next show. Thank you very much, and God bless.